Totem, Total Revenge of the Rabid Rashaksa, a Ramjack Reflection. Hey guys, welcome to Ramjack. I'm Alex. Um, over there, that's Brad, our good friend and co-host. And who else is in the room joining us today? None other than John, our good friend and co-host. Welcome to the show, everyone. Wipe that grin off your face before I slap it off your face. <laughs> What's wrong, Jonathan? What's going on? What's uh? Uh, um, Jonathan, on- only his daughter is allowed to slap him in the face. She's done it again, actually. It was yes! actually another adorable. Yes! Yes! I don't know if Jonathan's heard that podcast yet. I um, have. I have. So this time I woke her up. We were. Uh, she was sitting in bed. She was playing with her sound machine. And she looks over at me and she's smiling. And I smile back at her. And she just takes her hand up and just slaps me across <laughs> the cheek. Yes! And just laughs. We did it! Are oh, you are, are you telling the truth? Yes, I am. I I laughed say, so hard after she did it. When you first of all, that's a terrible precedent. And <laughs> it is. I mean, yeah. Afterwards, I I talked about it with Emily. We're like, okay, we're not gonna we're not gonna humor the slapping anymore because um, she I might become a slapper of other children, and you can't do you can't have be the yep. parent of the child that does that. She's gonna think that the reaction to a slap is a hearty laugh from everyone involved and around, and she's yeah. gonna have to learn a hard lesson. <laughs> oh, I. You know, I, I, hey, hey, I, I encourage it. I, I think it's great. Brad, you need to set aside your personal amusement for the betterment of Vera. This is not a good lesson for her. Uh, no, I think, I think it's, a, I think it's just dangerous for everyone else. Um, but I think for her, it's great. Welcome. Just slap your way through the world. Welcome to Three Men and a Little Vera, where we debate <laughs> how Vera will be raised. <laughs> it's a podcast. Take them out. Take them out. I'd like to think I'm the Gutenberg. <laughs> or maybe I'm the nice. cocaine. Uh-oh. Oh, careful. Maybe maybe I'm just a MacGuffin, uh, just a plot point on her way to becoming which a little lady. Which of us is the which of us is the spooky ghost in the background? Which of us is the mural, the fancy mural that gets painted? Uh, oh, brother. Uh, boys, I'm happy to be here for my 92nd appearance on the podcast. 92, it's 92. congratulations. It's not my 18th appearance, Alex. <laughs> It's my 92nd <laughs> appearance. How many times has John been on the show? I'd say a baker's dozen. <laughs> At least Easy. five. At least right? four. I How can count four. I'm thinking of four. It Boys, does boggle my mind how many times you've been on the show. Like, we've been doing it for so long. It's just like, for some reason in my mind, I was like, oh, yeah, like 12, 13. Well, for us, it's one this big, year? long show. It's just one yeah. big, long yeah. episode. <laughs> it yeah. just goes on and on and on and on and on. Boys, which, uh, which reminds me, um, very importantly, guys, now, obviously, uh, we all know the time of the year. It's very important mm-hmm. um, to be thinking about the podcast and how you support them. And if you, if anyone out there would like a carafe or, uh, or, 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 or a pen, um, if you give us enough money, we can make that happen for you, too. Like... A lot, of, a lot of podcasts are doing pledge drives and all kinds of weird things. Listen, if you give me $360, I'll get you a carafe. No fucking problem. You want a carafe for $360, you will have a carafe. So the tier <laughs> system out there. The tier system does it start at $360? <laughs> no, 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 no. There's a, don- there's a donation button on the website. You can put whatever you want in there if you like. Um but I'm just saying, if you, if you say, hey, I kind of want a carafe, if you give me $360, I'll make it happen for sure. I'm just like, saying, you should probably generate some ideas for the lower tiers, like a dollar. What does okay, a dollar um, get you? Oh. you uh, for, for a dollar, you get a um, uh, thanks. 
What about Thanks five? A lot. What about five dollars? Five five dollars, you get a great job. Really appreciate it. What about a ten dollar donation? Ten dollars. Hey, we got a great it up. job. No, no, no. no. <laughs> also. <laughs> No, also, you have to ask, you have to request these things because you know what? We're not doing some weird like pledge thing where you like fill out a thing. And I, I don't know. I'm hearing a lot of pledge drives lately. Um, but they start they start talking about these gifts. And I'm like, oh yeah, you pledge it thirty dollars a month. Um, listen, <clears throat> we're not asking for thirty dollars a month. But if you want to give us three hundred sixty dollars and you want a carafe, we'll make it happen. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm just saying if you want something, um, and you want to give us a lot of money. You can make that bargain. We'll gladly do it. I'm just hearing the, uh, <laughs> the $10 donation. If you give a $10 donation, yes, you get the thank you. Yes, you get a great job. But it's in the voice and character of anyone who's ever appeared on Ramjack of your choosing. Hmm. You get to choose. You're basically again, funding I, again, your own I'm, I'm <laughs> your just own pointing reward. out. I'm pointing out a lot of these places are like, hey, these are monthly uh, recurring donations. Now, on our, on our website, yes, you can set up a recurring donation. It would be appreciated. Sure. Um, but you can just do it one time. And if you want to put a huge amount of money in, you can request whatever fucking gift you want that's reasonable. Sure. Like if you a give us carafe. <laughs> you it like a carafe. Depends on how much funding that comes through. Yeah. Hey, um, do you, do you want a poster? Well, you won't get one from Alex, but no. if you really want a poster, I'll, I'll make you a poster. If you, hey, put another 20 bucks on whatever you're going to donate for that poster, I'll sign, I'll forge Alex's name onto it. That's Easily. fine. An no authentic problem. forgery. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you guys want free, if you want free stuff for a donation, sure. Just we'll work it out. Tell us what you'd like. We'll figure it out. I just picture Brad in an empty white room, sitting next to a carafe. It's the only thing he it's knows. The only thing, like, it's the only, the only thing, thing he's ever had. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I'm hearing a lot, a lot of pledge drives right now. That's all I'm really? saying. Really? See, I listen to a lot of podcasts too, and not a single. I mean, there's the common like, "Hey, just join our Patreon or whatever." Yeah, but I not love Patreon. Like, I didn't realize well, there was I, a month, like, there was a special time of year where it's like, come on I, out, just like NPR. It's like, look, it's time for fundraising. Listen, I listen, I, I, we'll just throw them out there. Um, the, the Maximum Fun people, they're doing a pledge thing right now, which is fine. It's great. They do a lot of good shows. I enjoy many of their shows. Um, the um, Can I Pet Your Dog podcast is getting me through my life right now. So I appreciate it. Um, but I don't have, like... A, I don't. I don't. A. I don't want a carafe. And B. I'm. I'm not paying thirty dollars to a podcast network. I don't have it. I'm sorry. Maybe. Maybe someday. If you do, great. Um. I'm just saying they're they're really pushing these carafes for a thirty dollar a month donation. That's insane. Why would you want to get a carafe that's branded? I guess with whatever yeah. maximum fun carafe. Okay. I mean, right. I listen to a lot of their shows. Sure. If I had a ton of money, I would love to support things. But you know what? I, I can't support Jonathan, it. Jonathan, if At The Trailers ever has a fun drive, you guys should give away the 3D gla- a pair of 3D glasses just like the one in your logo. Well, hmm, the thing about that is I would want to hold off on any pledge drives until we get at least 100 downloads on Premiere Day. <laughs> <laughs> if we can break the 100 downloads on Premiere Day benchmark, maybe we can talk about donations from listeners. Well, we'll work on it. Let's get it. Guys, well, you've heard we, a challenge. If we had waited that long, <laughs> we would uh, we would uh, often uh, still be waiting, I think. It's a rough time. There's there's a reason why people get sweaty and desperate for these pledges and these fundraisers because the podcasting game she a rough game. <laughs> guys, she a rough okay, game. Okay, guys. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet right now the maximum fun people and tell them to listen to our podcast really quick. Maybe that'll give them the the exposure we need. This is the only way I know how to get your attention. Please listen to my show, please. Should we have joined a podcast network back in the day? Probably. I guess. No. Don't worry about it. Um, There's only like one or two that are actively successful in a new tangible way. I I don't currently listen to any Maximum Fun shows, and I honestly am kind of glad only when this time of the year rolls around, because I never could stand it when shows would screech to a dead fucking halt for, honest to God, ten minutes. Ten minutes of fundraising pressure, and that these are these are shows that also have ads. And it's like, look, I'm already yeah, skipping over your ads. Don't make me skip over twenty minutes of your own podcast. This is this is psychotic. Like, I, just please get to the content. I'm poor. <laughs> again, I, again, I don't want to. Anybody want to carafe? If anybody wants a carafe. We'll, we'll do it for less than three hundred and sixty dollars. Like, we'll we'll beat them. We'll beat them with their price. I'm putting a moratorium <laughs> on the word "craft." We cannot say the word "craft" anymore. Agreed, Jonathan. It takes two people to <laughs> to pass a law on right. an episode of Ram Jacket. We've we've passed it. I'm, I'm having a Pavlovian like dog in, in the presence of meat reaction. My <laughs> my senses are becoming again. more heightened. Craft, 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 craft. John, you just broke your own rule. Oh. Brad, what is, what is the harsh punishment that should be enacted on John? That he set a rule and then broke it. Guys, if you donate $150, you can decide the punishment. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what a weird tier system. <laughs> it's a really weird. It's just like, strange. It's pretty it's strange much time. A, you give us money, time. and if you want something, just let us know. We'll figure it out. If you donate 13 daughters. <laughs> Yep. If you donate 13 okay. daughters. Oh, boy. Okay. That's the top, top level. Tippy, tip, top, top. Give us 13 of your daughters. Oh. And you'll get a special uh, commentary for Swamp Thing, which is what we're talking about today. Thank you, Jonathan. Yes, it's, we're But it's separate about- from the commentary you're going to hear in this episode. I, I can't wait for us to talk about Swamp Thing, even though I know there's tons of things to talk about before, because I'm really confused about what Swamp Thing the show is about. Oh. <laughs> Other than a Swamp Thing, I, love I don't so really much. understand, like, the through line. To the uh, last episode we watched to this episode is, like, night and day. Spoiler um, alert, I watched, like, two more episodes trying to pick one. Wow. And I, I got some tales to tell. Nice. Well, there's other tales to tell. I mean, we got a lot to talk about on the show, mm-hmm. so, uh, you know what? Fundraising... That's a thing out there, but let's let's move on. Let's move on. What's up? What's going on with you guys? <sighs> guys, this episode of Ramjack, if I could just go really quick, is sponsored by. No, I'm kidding. It's just a joke. We're not going to hit you. With, we're not going to hit you with it. We're not going to hit you with it. We don't no, do that. No, no we're not going to do that. Um, guys, can I just tell you about an ordeal I had last week, just to get it out of the way? Sure. Um, so um, as mentioned previously, uh, um, I I was I was Sans phone for a, for a little bit of time. I was debating, do I get a new phone? Do I get it fixed? And I was like, ah, I don't know. Because it turns out that I was at the point in the contract where to get a, to get the phone fixed would be just about as much to like pay off the phone and then just get a new phone. In the end, I decided I might as well just get it fixed. So that's what I, that's what I did. And I got online and I made an appointment at a place that had good reviews. I looked up all the reviews of all the phone fixing places and this one had the best reviews. So I made an appointment. And I was going, I was going last Wednesday, last Wednesday, I was going to get my phone fixed. Even if you listen to uh, the last episode of the podcast, you will hear me say, oh, tomorrow I am going to get my phone fixed. I have an appointment. 
<laughs> Mr. Fancy Britches. <laughs> I was I'm getting my very fixed. <laughs> and I, I even made an appointment. Oh. There's this place has two locations. One is very near my house, and one's a, one's a little bit of ways. But I was like, that one had appointments available, and I was like, I need this phone now because I'm going insane without my phone. Mm-hmm. Because I was using my old Android phone, which was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. It just it crashed all the time. Podcasts would just stop playing. It was a hassle just to download podcasts and put them in order. And I very much need to be able to download my podcast in the morning and put them in the order I need. Because I listen to many, many podcasts during a day, and I need the balance to be right. Because if I listen to too many, like, heavy news, like, depressing podcasts, it's not good for me. It isn't. It's not good. There's only so much you can hear about um, Israelis murdering Palestinians, like, before you're like, you know what? I'm kind of bummed out right now. Well, and that's why you listen to shows like the Can I Pet Your Dog podcast. Such a good yeah. podcast. Guys, listen, you need to check out that podcast. It makes me very happy. Um, so, yeah, I kind of need to I kinda need to balance. It's like, all right, dead Palestinians, cute dogs. Dead Palestinians, cute dogs. That's that's how that's how I'm able to get through my life. Also, yeah, yeah. need to need to be able to pull up Instagram to look at cute dogs. I'm basically saying the idea of dogs is the only thing getting me through my day sometime. Especially, I thought I was gonna I thought I was gonna lose my job, and I was very excited. We all thought we <laughs> were getting fired because um, the week before last, um, we got an email. It's like, hey guys. Um, HR all wants you to stay um, late about 15 minutes um, after work today. Um, it's not a big deal. Um, so um, just if you had any plans, if you could just, um, we just need you to stay an extra 15 minutes. And it was also the last day of the pay period. Oh. And just so you know, our team is now eight people. Um, when I started, it was around 16 or 17. <laughs> so half the team. So we're down to half. And I was like, we're getting fired. We're, we're going we're gonna to get fired. We're going to get laid off. And I was so I was like, oh, I'm gonna get severance. <laughs> like this is gonna be the best. I can't wait. I'm gonna lose my job. We and like none of us really talked about it, but we all thought we're like, yeah, we're definitely getting fired. Yeah, getting fired. All right, <sighs> can't wait. Looking forward to it. And then um, they were like, oh no, actually, sorry, we messed it up. It's next week. What? So uh, we didn't get fired, guys. <laughs> we just had to do like an HR survey about like. There was the a five-minute gap in emails, and everyone just, like, wild speculation, and then, like, oh, okay, <sighs> never mind. It was, it sucks. It was just like, a, hey, how's the company doing? What do you think about the company? <sighs> but they also, it wasn't 15 minutes. It ended up being 45 minutes, because they only Damn. had two laptops, and we had to do a lot of survey on what? a laptop. It was real dumb. But, you that know what? Super dumb. So, already last week, I was really pissed off, because I had the high high of thinking... I'm getting out of this job. I'm going to be free. And then like the low, low of, no, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not getting fired anytime soon. I'm, I'm stuck here. I'm stuck. Brad, first of all, did you have like a contingency? Were you, were you even like starting to work out what your plan was going to be? Once you got, um, I mean, beyond the severance pay, what, what, what exactly were you? Well, I mean, I've, I've been filling out job applications for a while. Oh, so I'm, I'm, I'm already, I'm already on it. Trust. Fair. I'm trying to find a way out. Um, but it would just make me very happy to not have to go to this job right now, uh, because it's a living fucking nightmare. Uh, so that's going on. I'm very crushed about not being fired. <laughs> then I'm listening to a lot of, uh, this was, uh, uh, listen to a lot of, uh, podcasts about Palestinians. Very depressed. Also, 
I wake up to the news that, um, my bank account's been overdrawn. What? Now, you might ask, how does that happen? You're a functioning adult that's paranoid about money. That happened because of my dear friend MoviePass, whom I still love and support um, with all of my heart, but their customer service is garbage, and I had changed the credit card I was putting my MoviePass billing on, uh, because I usually pay out of one account, so I was like, alright, we'll switch it to the other account. I switched it, and MoviePass is like, alright, we'll switch to the other account, and we'll just charge both of them now? Is that what we want to do? We want to charge two accounts? Whoa. No, don't charge two accounts. I don't have money. In the- I didn't put money in the other account. What are you doing? What are you doing? So that happened. Um, then I'm dealing with MoviePass customer service for three or four days. I think that went on. Um, not being able to get hold of anyone at all. Nothing. There's just no customer service. Really, like, I, really making a case for MoviePass right now. <laughs> yeah. I I stand by and I love it, but like <laughs> terrible customer service. Like great product. If one thing goes wrong, the entire thing breaks down. <laughs> I mean, they'll yeah, like yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, this is it's bad. It's held up this by duct tape bad. and fishing wire. It's, I mean, we all know it's, it's like everything in our economy. It's gonna fall apart at some point. Um, but yeah, and they got to get that shit fixed. Um, I eventually had to go to my bank and just be like, Hey, can you guys do something about this? And they're like, yeah, we'll fix that. So I got it all reversed. Nice. Nice. I got it. I got the charges reversed. I got the, like they, I had to get like a new debit card because they're like, yeah, we're just going to give you a new debit card. So they can't charge that card anymore. That's actually, that feeling is actually a super great feeling. I had to do that recently because many people in my life were having mysterious Uber charges show up on their bank statements, including me. I had like seven. One was like for $65. One was for, it was insane. But the, 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 uh, the knowledge that a, that a line has been severed and you have like a car that has basically, that is not, it's not basically, it is completely un, untainted by the world and it's yeah. fucking thieves and it's minions it's it's a really refreshing feeling <laughs> yeah yeah but so so i woke up on this day i woke up knowing that i'm not losing my job and i still have to keep going there for the foreseeable future um to all of a sudden my bank's been overdrawn and i i because of the things i've gone through i that bothers me more than it should a normal person because I'm like, I know it's not like I don't have money coming and I get paid, you know, like two days from then. <laughs> um, but you've dealt with a lot of financial troubles. I, yeah, and- I've dealt with financial troubles. So I get overly paranoid and I just, I can't, I, I, I don't do well with it. So I, but I already know I'm like, listen, I'm going to get movie pass to fix this or whatever the fuck's going to happen. I'm going to get this fixed. It's clearly obviously a mistake. Mistakes happen. I can get this fixed, but I still, I've got that on my shoulder. I got this work thing on my shoulder. I'm listening to all uh, all about the Palestinians being murdered. Uh, uh, my phone's crashing every five seconds. I feel like one of these things could have been. Uh, <laughs> I feel like the Palestinian content. You could have cut that. You could have cut that stream off. I think. <laughs> oh yeah, pretty pretty easily. You could have just like skipped to the next podcast. Do you know? How, it's too hard. It's too hard on that phone to skip to another podcast. Like, it, I just let's set them up we'll and just... let them go. Because otherwise, it's gonna be me for like five minutes. Like, play. Nope. Stop. Don't. Not that one. 
play. I, I mean, it's one of the weaknesses of a playlist that can't be stopped. You have to listen to it all the way through. Can't yeah. fast forward. Don't well, I mean, you could, but it's like you said, maybe it's not responsive. It just doesn't. Not do responsive. It. Not responsive. At well, all and you're phone. a you're a podcast exclusive person. Like you're you you wouldn't necessarily dip over into like music or anything like that. No, I don't. I didn't. Do, well, a on this phone, I, I didn't have any music at all to begin with. Um, but I like it, as it stands, I have like I don't have that much music on my phone ever, but. Mm-hmm. But on this, there was nothing. Um, and again, because this is, again, this is the temporary phone. It's got enough podcasts on it to get me through the day. Because mm-hmm. it also, it doesn't have the memory to hold enough podcasts. But, so. so the 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 Palestinians are dying in your ears, and you know that you can't turn them off because then you won't have a podcast in your ears. Right. Which is something and then I, I do understand. I listen to podcasts almost exclusively all day. Yeah. And uh, then I'm going to be left with my thoughts at this job <laughs> that is killing me. Mm-hmm. Um Hey, have I mentioned that I hate my job? I really hate my job. Um, Welcome to Brad's Thoughts, the podcast that never stops. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't need—I don't need to be left with these thoughts. Um, and I'm also—I'm getting really frustrated with this phone. I can't do anything I would like to do on a phone. Can't look at Instagram. Can't do anything. I can't do anything with the phone. It's garbage town. So that'll happen. So I—you I, know what? I get off work. I'm like, all right, let's fucking get this dealt with. So I hop in my car. Of course, I can't use Waze because the phone doesn't know. I've tried a couple of times, and I open Waze, and it crashes. So I, that's dangerous on the road. Can't have that happening. So I'm just like, all right, I know the way. I'll just get on the interstate, hop on I-4, and start driving. I get on the interstate, and I'm driving, and then there's, there's traffic. And then there's really bad traffic. So there's an exit that I get off of to, to go to my house. And a couple of blocks later, there's the next exit, um, which is, it's just a couple of blocks from my house. These, there's not a mile between these two exits. They're very close together. I left to work at 5.30 on the dot. I usually get home around 6.15 um, if, I, if I just go straight home. At 7.15, I was at the, I was near the exit where I usually go home when I was decided, you know what? I'm not going to make it to this 6.30 uh, appointment to get my phone fixed. So I'm like, you know what? I'll just pull off at the next exit and I will try to go to this phone place that is near my house, even though that's who knows. So the time from that one exit to the next exit took me another half an hour, basically. Damn. Just deadlocked traffic. I don't know what the hell was happening, but I am losing my mind because I've been in this car for so long, for an hour and a half longer than I ever, ever imagined. And oh, by the way, m- meanwhile, podcasts are stopping and I'm having to restart them constantly because the phone's garbage. Just trapped in this car in deadlock traffic forever, forever, from 5.30 to 7.30. I'm in this car, trapped, losing my damn mind. Everything else still weighing on my shoulders. All right. Are other people in other cars? Because at this point, you're beside pretty much the same people. Right? Do yeah. you guys start to form friendships? Alex. That ha- Alex. I, that happened First of all, who are you talking to? Who are you talking well, to? Well, did they try to? So I told you about the time I was stuck on the interstate for a similar amount of time, except they had to reroute our traffic. And at that point, everyone shut their cars off. They got out of their cars. People were throwing Frisbees in the, like, the median. Like, it was insane. Alex, and that wasn't your life. That was a Budweiser hours. commercial. Oh, yeah. No, that actually changed my life. Uh, That's crazy. That, it no. was nuts, dude. Oh, no. I, it was unprecedented. I would, I would put a gun in my... I would I would fashion a gun and kill myself It first. was entertaining, at least. That's all I gotta say. Maybe. No. 
This conversation couldn't be more emblematic of the friendship that Alex and Brad share if it tried. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, so eventually I, I, I get off the interstate and I'm like, well, I'm not making that appointment. So I try to go to this other place and they're like, yeah, we could take it. Um, if you want to leave it overnight, we could probably get to it in the morning. And I'm like, no, I'm not leaving my phone. I'm not, I'm not leaving my phone overnight on a maybe. <laughs> like, no, hell no. No, I'll, I'll, I'll figure something else out. Because I'm like, also at this point I'm fried. I'm absolutely fucking fried and I can't deal with anything. So I'm like, I'm just going to go home. I'm going to look and see if I can find some place when they can fix this. See what my options are. Go to go to the house. I open the front door. A mouse runs by. A mouse? A mouse. Just out of the house. Just like, oh, thanks. I, w- I was having trouble no, no, with no, the knobs. No, no, or... no, not, not out. Not out, friend. Oh, um, into just the house. Just, no, not in. Just, it's already there. Um, oh, it's in by. the house. Yeah, just, it's there. It's just there. It's just like, oh, it scurries around. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna insert an old fashioned uh, Alex fiction. Uh, Brad, did the uh, did the mouse have a hat? <laughs> did the mouse tip its hat to you? Did it give you a wink? Because <laughs> that happened to me once on the interstate. <sighs> or, or was it a J C Penny commercial? <laughs> Alex lives in Candyland. Um, I live in a world of harsh realities. Um, someone tosses a frisbee to Alex. He catches it and says, "My God, what a day!" Brad, someone throws a frisbee at Brad. He blows his brains out. <laughs> No, Jonathan. I'll tell you. Chills. I'll tell you what happens. Um, what happens to me is what happened um, um, when I was in the second grade, um, coming home from school, and my grandfather um, surprised me with throwing a frisbee at me and gave me a black eye. <laughs> <laughs> day before picture day, second grade. Oh, got a real shiner. I'll give him uh, something. <laughs> how big is the mouse that runs by? Is it a house mouse or like a field mouse? Is it a house it's mouse, a Brad? Difference. Is it a house I mouse? It's brown and disgusting and terrifying. Um, that's what it is. And then I closed the f- door and said, nope, can't do this tonight. And I just got in my car and started driving away. Because <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't deal, can't deal with that. Can't deal with those. Cannot deal with those. Meanwhile, nope. Palestinians are dying, 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 dying. Palestinians dying. <laughs> Palestinians, Palestinians are dying. Um, the monster house is filled with the monsters. Uh, there's new, new creatures. Um, new creatures. Future episode. Um, I'm, su- I'm surprised we've learned as much as we have about your house. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There's a, there's a mouse that lives in a new resident. It's like, hello. And it just I kind mean, of scurries away as it goes. I'm, oh, I oh, God. I hate, I hate those things. I hate those things. They're, no, can't. Can't. Cannot. Rodents. Rodents are pretty bad, yeah. They're repulsive and terrifying. Can't. Cannot. Note to self, put rodents slash mice on Brad's faux list on the Wikipedia. And... <laughs> nice. Nice. Mm. I, no, don't like it. Don't like it. Don't like them. So, yeah, I just I just started dri- driving around and I, I, don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do because I am going to have a panic attack and die because I can't deal with my life right now. And then she was like, hey, hey, uh, I texted Tammy. I was like, hey, what are you guys up to? What are you guys up to right now? Anything? You guys, uh, what you guys hanging out? What's up? Help, like, um, help, help, help. <laughs> I'm like, I'm on my way home. What's anything up? It's like, oh, yeah, I guess, you know, what's up? Um, so luckily, dear, 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 dear friends, Tammy and Dan was like, hey, come on by. So I went and hung out. And uh, thankfully, they talked me off the ledge. And uh, much appreciated, dear friends, saved my fucking life because I was losing my mind. That's, uh, that'll do it. That sounds like a, a day that is, um... It was too much. It was too days, much in a yes. day. It was too much in a day. Next day, I I found a place that was near my work that fixes phones. I got a Groupon. The reviews weren't that great, but I walked in. 
there was like a like a stone-faced Russian named Dmitry. Oh, can I help you? Uh, yeah, I got an iPhone Seven. Let me see this. Like, <laughs> give, um, give me phone. <laughs> just, just let me see this. He takes it. He's like, hmm, yes. Sign there. All right, you have Groupon. Yes, because <laughs> he sees it in my hand. Like that's how quick this this transaction's going. You have Groupon. I hand it to him. Twenty-five minutes. Wow. Wow. I come He's back. Skilled. Dimit- Dimitri's got it done. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. I'm so happy. Like I have my life back. I can look at photos of dogs. I can listen to podcasts about dogs. I can give people money for an item that you could put liquids in if I if I chose to, which I'm not going to. But if someone else does, cool. Crap, crap, crap. That's a real no no, John. That's a real no no, John. You can't say it again. I know. That's the rule I want. <laughs> That's the rule I want, Brick. So, uh, yeah, I almost lost my mind. Almost lost my damn mind. Just understand that the, the Brad is living... There, there's a thin gossamer curtain between him and... Would you call it insanity? <laughs> yes. And if you draw back that curtain, Brad will very easily tip over onto the other side. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Take away his yeah. dogs? Take away, if, you only, if you take away his dogs and leave him with nothing but Palestinians... <laughs> Dying, 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 dying. I listen. I will listen to every news podcast about the fucking uh, uh, um, Palestinian conflict if if left unchecked. Like, if you give me nothing else to fill the void with, I will just read about dead Palestinians, and that's not good for me. I would suggest it's not good for anybody. I think you need. To, I think you need to find some way. To, you should. You should go on a diet of uh, when it comes to the dead Palestinians. You should go on a diet. <laughs> Just, do you listen to multiple news podcasts? Yeah. Are they basically all covering the same things? Um, well, this was, this was, I mean, this was last week, you know, oh. right after the, the protest. I mean, it was, it yeah. was the news of the day. Sure, like, to be fair. It's not like, it's not like I'm oh, just, like, constantly day. on, like, Gaza Watch. <laughs> which I do think is a, is a Twitter feed that I do follow. Yeah. It's gotta be. But that, that would be rough if you did listen to multiple news podcasts and they're all based, yeah. they're reporting the same facts and, you know, they're probably using it the same, like, yeah. sound bites and the same quotes and stuff. So, yeah, that would definitely be, that, that's a weird, like, sort of drum effect on the temple. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah, it was like, it was like David Sirota, um, Young Turks, and Intercepted, like, all did pretty good coverage because uh, it was really, it was the day of that happening. So, oh, yeah. Well, Young Turks um, is going to be more commentary based and then others are going to be more like, right. this is just a report. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex, I think we have all the information we need to officially send Brad into a cuckoo's nest style loony bin. Oh yeah. Should I should mean, ever it need to happen, which I would never wish that upon you, friend. Oh brother. Well, uh, I was also going to say it's. I'm glad that you at a certain point just sort of dipped out entirely of that sort of crazy anxiety ridden experience and sort of went in a completely different direction. Because it's insane how sometimes you feel like you're press- like you're pressing up against a wall and then like 24 hours later the thing that you were trying to get done happens so easily and without any yeah. it's it it's it feels good but at the same time you think to yourself like how the fuck didn't this just like it's it's infuriating on some level yeah yeah like, and, uh, why didn't I know about Dimitri 24 hours ago? <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Why didn't I know about that Groupon? Um, and it's really, it's so close to my office. Like, so close. It's like between my office and Universal Studios. That's how close it is. And how many oh. negative Yelp reviews for Dimitri boil down to, he's mean, he's not nice. And it's like, there, Dimitri's yeah. getting his shit done. You need to stop expecting yeah. Care Bear <laughs> hug times. 
you motherfuckers, leave Dimitri alone. Leave Dimitri alone. He's my goddamn hero. I mean, you know who you'll go to next time. Definitely. Hello, it is you again. Hello, yes. (laughs) Movie cliche of, like, Russian. Like, ridiculous. How much has Dimitri seen? How much has Dimitri not talked about? (laughs) Because he knows he Mm. can't. Dimitri has seen many things. Uh, he's seen his fair share of Palestinians go down. <laughs> Dimitri, Dimitri was there. <laughs> Dimitri listens to has the same playlist as Brad. Oh, you they listen. Didn't, he to... doesn't know that. <laughs> oh, you listen to Can I Pet Your Dog? Yes, very good, <laughs> very good podcast. Good show. Yeah, very good. Yes, they had wonderful guests. Had a very cute dog. It was wonderful to hear story of. <laughs> also, did you hear about the uh, um, Israeli soldiers shooting uh, um, unarmed uh, protesters? <laughs> That's some bullshit, right? Yes. <laughs> okay, in, in anyway, tree? I talk too much. 25 minutes. <laughs> 25 minutes. Watch, oh, watch this episode of sitcom you like. <laughs> Have you ever seen Swamp Thing, the series? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Dimitri. I think Brad would love it. And if I was in the store, I would think, oh, no, I'm in a trap. <laughs> this is I've all. I've met my best friend, Dimitri. <laughs> Who knew? Hi, Dimitri. Shout Factory released season three of Swamp Thing, the series, but out of order. Very frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> Very frustrating. They released first two seasons in order, but not for season three. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, Dimitri. Hi, it's, we live in a <laughs> fucked up world, Dimitri. <laughs> well, Brad nearly fell through a gossamer curtain that was the difference between sanity and insanity. Uh, mm-hmm. Alex, what have you been up to? What has been on your radar? Tell us, tell us, tell us. Um, I got some. I got some news from around the world. Uh, and by that, I just mean really just um, Asia. There's some interesting <laughs> things happening there. You do like um, Asia. I feel like most of the news you pull is from Asia. They're doing a lot of cool, in- interesting stuff with technology. Uh, and that's something I enjoy. They made that groundbreaking uh, Pepsi Cola after talking to 14 <laughs> people. <laughs> Hitting new strides in the cola uh, industry. Uh, there's a new robot in South Korea called Frybo. Frybo is a little tiny robot. Does he do like Tybo? A... Does he do Tybo? Does Frybo, the I robot, wish. do Tybo? That I don't think so. But he can he can let your friends know that you're doing Tybo, because uh, Frybo's whole purpose is to basically be a smart um, uh, device in your house that alerts your friends when you're doing things, so that they can text you or call you or just interact. with and vice versa. Why would I want to talk so, to or interact with my friends when I'm doing something? I'm doing something right now, Frybo. <laughs> John is cleaning the apartment. Talk to him about cleaning the apartment. <laughs> Frybo. Frybo, what do you... Okay, so uh, to quote the people who made Frybo, Frybo encourages young people uh, to text and call one another by sharing information on their daily activities. Already doing that. Don't need Frybo. Wait, Don't need Frybo. That's, that's what they do. It sounds like Frybo is just like like a fucking narc. <laughs> like, hey, do you know what your friend's doing right now? Yeah, totally saying mad shit about Kelsey. <laughs> oh no, Frybo, you weren't supposed to tell. I specifically banned the word Kelsey from your programming. It's on the mute list. It's on the mute list. <laughs> Sorry, you are talking mad shit. <laughs> so Frybo, um is jet black, except for a digital screen every once in a while will have these white eyes that appear on it, and that's how it interacts. Like, it just kind of, its eyes open up when you get home, or it senses activity, mm. and you know that it's listening. I hate Frybo, kill it with a bat. Everything. And it just tells your friends, like, all your shit. Yeah. It's, He's it's, cooking it's, dinner right now. 
He's it talking looks... mad shit about Kelsey while making potato cakes. <laughs> um, so, do you, Jonathan, you may know this because you appreciate an, uh, animation as much as I do, but I can't remember, uh, is it My Neighbor Totoro? The, uh, the one about that cat beast that has, like, those pointy ears and it's kind of chubby? That is My Neighbor Totoro, yes. Okay, so it, imagine My Neighbor Totoro, but about uh, six inches high and jet black because it has those ears it kind of has a quasi similar body shape and it just kind of like opens its eyes and looks around and it'll talk to you so if you're in the room just like cooking and suddenly uh uh Frybo will say something like oh uh it seems that someone's opened Jonathan's door perhaps he just made it home you should text him to see how his day went no don't that's that's what Frybo. That's the contract we've entered into, friends, and we all have our own Frybos at home, and it helps. <laughs> it helps us know when you're doing stuff that might be important. No, fuck. No. Uh, just so you know, uh, we heard activity at Brad's house. A mouse may have strayed across oh, his floor. God. You should, oh you God! You should call no. him and remind no. him that puppies are alive and that they are fine <sighs> and they're going to make it through anything. I mean, I mean Brad, Brad, to be fair, you said when you saw that little mouse that you needed your friends in that moment. You did. Frybo could have helped you make that connection. Oh, yeah. So, but Frybo says things creep, more creepy than I just said. So, uh, let me just read something from this article really quick. Microphones and sensors recognize domestic activities, like when someone comes home or turns on a light, vacuums, or opens the refrigerator. Frybo, do not tell someone when I'm opening the refrigerator. That's between me and my refrigerator. Holy shit, he's eating another Toblerone. <laughs> How many Toblerones? Because <laughs> again. <laughs> oh, no. I sense alcohol. <laughs> Kelsey doesn't think I know there's a uh, mini fridge in the basement. I heard it too. <laughs> Give her a call. Uh, this information is then shared anonymously. What? With the rest of the group. Uh, what do you mean anonymously? So what the hell could that possibly anonymous. mean? It's not anonymous. One of your friends is his home. <laughs> Look, that's, that's I'm not so, saying uh, it's me. I'm not saying it's so, her or him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying Kelsey has a problem, but I'm not saying anonymous. Look, I'm not saying I'm drinking right now, me Frymo. I'm not saying it's Kelsey, but it's look, it's one of us, and I'm a machine. I cannot drink. Anonymous, anonymous. So, every time Frybo has a message to say, kill Frybo. It'll laugh. It'll go. Ha, 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 ha. Your friend opened the front door. Did someone just come home? Ha, 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 ha. Frybo is terrifying. Well, Frybo um, is also the perfect way to know when to murder someone. <laughs> oh, they just no, opened exactly. the door, you say. Exactly. Kill, kill, kill. <laughs> why would any why would any friends want to have this? No. Well, they yeah. say young people, but the point is young people already have a billion ways of sharing information about their day-to-day -day activities. They don't need Frybo. Why why is every idea technology-wise just a shitty middleman that like yeah. nobody needs? So let me let me give you some testimonials really quick. So one participant in the study. The, the, to be fair, this is the son and daughter of Frybo, so they're a little <laughs> biased. I can imagine what my friend is doing, and I feel like we live in the same house, but like in another room. No, it's like sharing daily activities of life with friends. Oh, paid, paid to that, say that. Dummy? Paid. Paid, paid, paid. Frybo, like, came over to your house and, like, licked your tits. And, like, that's why you're saying these things. <laughs> Others reported texting and calling friends more often. No. Nope. And even said that having a Frybo changed their daily routine. Another yeah. quote. <laughs> yeah, because they were testimonial. scared. <laughs> I usually wake up late in the morning, one participant said. But when I began to notice that my friends 
uh, are getting oh. up earlier than me, I rethought my life choices and have decided to start getting up earlier so I can have spend more time with my friends. Well, no, people peer pressure Friday. first thing in the morning. Yeah, peer pressure peer right pressure. on top. Great. Oh, first thing in the hey. Hey, uh, before you even find found out that the movie pass ripped you off, um, why don't you get up and enjoy the day? Brad didn't wake up until two p.m. and then he stayed in bed for another hour. Like, like, and so everyone Curled can just be like, position. "Wake up, Brad! What the hell are you doing in bed? Jesus Christ!" <laughs> I'm this, sick. I have a cold. <laughs> this might, <laughs> this next uh, participant's uh, comment might shed a little light on who this is for. Uh, part- a participant said that over the course of their trial, they felt closer to their Frybo. Oh. They said, as I am aware of the robot's presence in my home, I've started talking to the robot more often. Nope. I tell the robot things I would never normally say out loud. Uh, Frybo <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> Haha, <laughs> your friend is talking to me. Please t- please call them. Your this, friend Kelsey just sign. told that's me that she did things to her brother when they were kids. Wow, crazy things. <laughs> crazy things that she did to her brother when they were kids. She thinks that I'm not telling you right now, but I am. <laughs> Nope. Now, nope, nope, nope. guys, some testers were a little bit leery about the privacy implications that the product oh, may, you may result think. in. You think it's and scanning makers. everything. It hears your vacuum cleaner. It hears you clipping your toenails and masturbating. Your friend is <laughs> masturbating right now. <laughs> always clipping your toenails and masturbating at the same time. I didn't always. say at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running that's my vacuum. That's, that's fine. That's Frivo fine. doesn't judge. judge. I'm running my vacuum and clipping say. my toenails while jerking myself furiously. <laughs> One of your friends is using the toenail clippers and masturbating. I'm not saying who it is, but we all know who it is. Ha ha ha, ha ha ha, Michael just came on me like Frybo, stop it. I trust you, Frybo, I love you, Frybo. So the people who make Frybo say that um, they understand the criticism, but that Frybo was designed and tested particularly for Korean audiences. And that other cultures might react differently to how Frybo interacts, like how Frybo like fits into their daily routine. You don't get it, colonizers. You don't fucking get it. We love Frybo here. We don't give a shit that he tells everybody everything about us. You don't fucking get it. <laughs> That's what we like him. That's what we like. Just make a robot called Frybo that does Tybo, and I'm Stop sold. It. That's all I want. That's all Brad needs. Frybo doing big. a Robo Tybo. If you give us $648, we'll give you a Frybo that does Tybo. Hmm. Hmm. That's, that's, that's pretty low. I, I think it would cost a little bit more to... Uh... $6,482. Listen, I don't know how to build robots, guys. It can be made out of cardboard. I'll make that happen. You, we'll figure it out. All right, just give us money. How's a cardboard robot going to do Tybo? <laughs> All right, guys, going from South Korea to China really quick. Uh, China has started something that they had uh, hinted at in 2014. It's a robot called Gaibo. It's it's really for the <laughs> Chinese audience. <laughs> Western audience wouldn't get it. Um, so they've started uh, they've started making bigger strides to impose a ranking citizen system called the social credit system. Um, it basically gives you a social credit score that follows you throughout all of your, I guess, exploits throughout your life. Uh, the program is due to be fully operational in 2020, uh, but is being piloted uh, for My millions of people. Yeah. At the moment, the system is piecemeal. Uh, some of it's run by city councils. Others score it like with 
some tech firms run it. Like they're they're still like bringing everything up to scale to make this for everyone. Um, but like a private uh, like private credit scores, a person's social store score can move up and down depending on their behavior. The exact methodology is a secret. Uh, the secret is in the methodology. Yeah. But examples, uh, but example infractions to make you go down include bad driving, smoking in non-smoking zones, buying too many video games, and posting fake news online. Or not letting me buy you a drink. Or not letting me fucking grope you. Or not letting me fuck you. Social score is going down. This is going to be great for women. This is going to be perfect for women. Wonderful. What can happen? What can happen? Here's here's some examples of some of the punishments that can happen. If you get too low. There will absolutely, Uh, by the way... Before you even say a single thing, there will be people who kill themselves over this. So oh, yeah. that, that's going to happen, and no one will care. <laughs> China has already started punishing people for res- uh, by restricting their travel. Nine million people with low scores have been blocked from buying tickets uh, for domestic flights um, and even trains. Well, um, that's just uh, straight up. That's just straight up like fascism. Like that's just oh, yeah. psychotic. Three million people are barred from business class train tickets. That doesn't make... So what are we even... What are we saying? Like, what, what's... I, the, what is... I know the methodology is a secret, but, like, what's the fucking goal here yeah. by preventing people from traveling? Like, you're, are you further dividing the... I mean, you are. You're further dividing the classes, and you're relegating yeah. people to, like, fucking trap zones that they can't fucking leave while the wealthy get to do whatever the fuck they want. Well, yeah, this is- in theory, Jonathan, the wealthy would also be subject to this oh, I'm sure. non-biased I'm sure. secret methodology of, uh, yeah. This, this is, is, I mean, this is clearly super fucked up, but at the same time... You love it. Um, <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I just, I just think we do need to realize that in the U.S. we have a similar... Um, way of we- the way we fucking wield our justice system um like locking people up for fucking marijuana and like not paying fees and all kinds of weird bullshit that we do that restricts people much more than this probably does well but like well, but, but now it's 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 moved into like even the mundane activities of day-to-day life like you see someone eating a sandwich sloppy and their food is dripping on the table and you yeah, think yeah, to yourself well i'm gonna fucking drop that guy's gonna write the fuck this. now and then that guy can't leave the fucking town that he's in. He's not yeah, allowed to eat sandwiches ever again because he's too sloppy. No more sloppy joes. He can't handle them. No. Um, they also throttle your internet speed if your score is too low. Well, there it is. Yeah, it's all crazy. Yeah, further limit uh, access to information and the ability to interact with people. Perfect. Just it's move people this, even further to the yeah. fringes of society until they fall off. <laughs> Great. Yeah. This is literally an episode of Black Mirror. Yeah. Uh, 17 people who refused to carry out military service last year uh, were barred from enrolling in higher education. Well, wait, but uh, that's somehow connected to this. That's connected to this social system. Yeah, well, they refused to do to carry out the military service. That would have so happened anyway. Down. That would have happened anyway. Like again, we're, that's that's talking well, about that's a choice that like the government absolutely would be keeping track of anyway. So I'm not surprised so, that I, I don't know why they need this system as an excuse. It doesn't. But, it doesn't go into detail, but I can infer from what's happening here that there may be, like, different... Like, you have an overall score that can be high or low. But there might be, like, silos within that that, like, add up. Because right here it says, trust-breaking individuals. So people who break trust... That, that's in quotation. No one... Who knows? Uh, I know exactly what also, that is. That's that's women being punished for not fucking. So that's what that is. <laughs> they, they could be banned from holding management jobs because they can't be trusted. Why, why does, Ch- again, why does China's 
virulent sexism system, why do they need this? They already have all of, they already have a complete and total ability to fuck women over in the workplace. Why do we fucking need this? It's really pathological. <laughs> They're trying something new. Obviously, <laughs> I don't think I, I, I don't agree with it. I think it's super weird. <laughs> I think it's the means of doing what they were already doing, though. I don't think oh, yeah. this is, like, a new thing. I think this is just a means of gamifying what already exists. See, and that's that's the boldness of it. Because, like Brad said, and while I was reading it, I was thinking, well, you know, the Western world also has its ways of keeping class separate and, like, punishing people. I mean, yeah. outside of the judicial system, just, like, social shaming and, like, just... Li- I mean, we all have it, but we don't have it codified and, like, digitized to a point where all of society isn't doing it, like... Blatantly. Well, I mean, like, Brad, we don't have a number stamped on our heads yet. Yet, but but Brad, you made you made the good point. Like as I said, you know, the government dealing with people who don't want to serve in the military and then punishing those people for that choice, like that's something clearly that they were already doing. That's something they want to keep doing. Uh, but by moving it into by gamifying it, which is a good term that you used, by gamifying it and bringing the people, by making everyone sort of complicit in the system. There, I think that actually is pretty perfect for people at you know in the actual seats of power because they're making everybody complicit in this shaming in this system of punishment, and then yeah. no one will ever think to turn against them and rip their fucking fortress apart because they'll be too busy uh, punishing all the women in bars who won't fuck them and the guy who like gave them a crappy sandwich at the deli. Um, and everyone will be miserable, and it'll it'll just be that's the way it is. That's how it is. I mean, well, because you... that's that's what you do. You you use the people that are not in power um, to 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 um, keep watch on and attack the people just above or just below them to keep the the people less in power fighting each other as opposed to taking down the system, which is what always needs to happen. Oh yeah. And these systems just are flawed to begin with. Like, come on. And not, user and not to... User reviews on any website. I mean, this is analogous to that. Instead of items, you're reviewing people and helping them score check. Uber's whole, like, five-star system, the fact that if you don't have five stars, you basically get fired eventually, and people are, like, pressured to give you five... Like, there's no... This system isn't going to work. It's not going to work. Well, and also, I mean, as... as you know, the, the phrase taking down the system gets used a lot. It, you, we kind of use it as, as if that, that is easy, and of course it's not easy. Like... If it were, we would have done it. If it w- if it was, we would have done it a long time ago. But I, I just, it's so. Alex, this is you don't you, you don't normally bring uh, material that's this uh, dark and insidious. But I'd say that this easily tops most of what you've brought in the past. This is this is a truly truly uh, frightening system that's being implemented. Yeah, twenty twenty. You heard it here. Business Insider was the who I got it from. Uh, Brad, I'm, I'm must sorry. Cite I, my I, I must cite my source. I must cite my source. Thank you, Jonathan, for keeping me. I'm not. I'm, I'm not an investigative journalist. <laughs> if we if we can just pivot, just really quick, something else, and it's just this is just an idea I had. I think I I kind of teased it on the Ramjack Facebook group, but I wanted to. I just wanted to break the news. So you have forty um, seconds. <laughs> Tinder is uh, testing looped video on profile pages where basically you have a few seconds and you can make like a looped video to like entice someone who might be looking through the Tinder. Like, oh, look at them. Like they flipped their hair. Like they gave me a wink or like, okay, I'm interested. Let me swipe. Um, This for some reason reminded me of like dating videos from the late 80s, early 90s. Would there be a market for instead of a, a short video, 
long for like no. maybe a long form <laughs> video. No, you said the word Dating long. App. It's 2018. You just said long. Nope, 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 nope. Maybe it's only maybe it's only like 10 seconds. Two seconds is not enough, but maybe 15. It's like, hey, I'm so and so, and I'm oh. here to get that. Like, it's swipe. To me, it would be vastly more entertaining. Mm-mm. Alex, entertaining. Like, you're coming at it from the perspective yeah. of you just want to be amused. You are not coming at this from a business perspective. This is this is yeah. not feasible. This is not workable. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Just making sure. Also, I, sometimes you got to run your ideas by your friends to see what's going on. The difference know? between, like, a three-second looped video and a ten-second looped video, I mean... That's not that's negligible to me. Like I thought you were gonna be like, what about a four minute like montage music video where it's like, here's me playing sports, here's me yeah, at a, my office. Like no one would a watch dating that. Ever. App called Montage where you make a montage to sell yourself. No one would ever do this. Uh, no, <laughs> no one would do it because it'd be YouTube apps people. Are, dating apps are all based on the premise of either either you're looking for everything wrong with a person to get rid of them or you're looking or you're trying to ignore things to to um choose them <laughs> like that's what it's all based on well and good luck weeding out all the looped videos that these tinder guys are going to y- make of their oh. dicks just so oh, many God. women like these funny guys who just think it's hilarious and it's like hey what's up i'm timothy here's my fucking dick you fucking bitch! Like that's that's what Tinder is going to well, become immediately. I mean, yeah, it's it's that's why they're testing it. Um, I but I I do like the idea of the video, especially if there's sound, which I don't think they actually are testing with, because you could hear someone's. Voice. I mean, you just get more information. Oh, there's about no it sound like at this point. I don't think there's any sound. It's, it's just like video. an animated GIF. Yeah, oh. it's basically you're making your own animated GIF of like, hey, oh, like wink or smile or like oh. dick wag, dick wag, dick wag, dick wag. <laughs> Dick wag the app. You have five seconds to show your stuff. <laughs> God. Nope. <laughs> no thanks. No. Oh man, just like a weird like like a weird streaming channel where it's just like five second people. It's like a dude fucking lifting a free weight and a woman like at a at a club just being like, "It's me, I'm dancing," and then like it just goes on and on and on and on and on. <laughs> Shit. That's where it becomes a troubling. I mean, that's. I mean, Vine was similar, but Vine's whole point was like be expressive. Like it's a more of a, I guess, vlog like thing. This is well, Vine. Hey, Vine is hilarious. Relationship can happen. Vine oh, is like amazing. Vine is like the last thing that like died that I actually sort of semi mourned because I was like, oh, people were really funny on Vine. Like uh, people still mourn it. Like every few months, I see like a new article from somewhere. It's like, whatever the fuck happened to Vine? Like, why did we let that die? Like, why did we let it die? That that's not what happened. It got bought that's out. That's not what happened at all. But now it's. it's it's fine. We know, Jonathan. It's just like people on the internet speculate. <laughs> we um, know. <laughs> uh, Brad, you've been living that movie pass life, despite the fact that you now you now understand that movie pass is being held together by uh, string and duct tape. I, I mean, I always did, but I still, I guys. When I went to the bank to get that fucking dealt with, like I was, I was trying to explain what movie pass was to the guy that was there, and I was like. I mean, I know I'm having this trouble, but like, I it's still really good, and I was pretty much advertising for Movie Pass while getting them. I they've got it's you. So great. They they overdrew I mean, your accounts. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it was ten bucks. It just ha- so happened that it was like I only had five bucks in there because I was getting paid the next day, and like I didn't think I needed another five bucks for something that I was going to be charged for. <laughs> you love your like, corporate overlords. <laughs> It's a, I mean, it's a, I mean, it works for me, except this one time when it kind of fucked me over. And then when it fucked you over, you realized, oh, no one is here to help me. (laughs) Yeah, it was really, yeah, I mean, 
it was it I, I could talk forever about the customer service experience that I still haven't I really gotten a response from I still think that as an early adopter you should be automatically shifted into the new price range I I think that's something oh. they should be doing for their customers well but that's also you that's also you have to buy up front a year in advance to get that cheaper price uh, oh well how strange least, yeah fair really? yeah. yeah which yeah but Whatever. I, I again, it's still, it's still. I mean, I'm still paying ten dollars a month to see a bajillion <laughs> movies. Like, I can't knock it too much. Like, as long as the bank will take care of. I mean, shit, like, you can't knock it too much. Movie Pass might get mad. <laughs> yeah, and you love your corporate you're... overlord. I Lucky. love being able to see movies all the time because I don't like movies that much, and I feel like I'm getting my money's worth again. But I will say that every time that we talk about movie pass, and I'm 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 sitting at the table, I do will say I love when you say I don't even like movies, but I really like seeing lots of movies. <laughs> I really not like getting out of the house. Well, that's true. I that's I that's the main goal. <laughs> Is this movie um, about an Australian sex slave ring in a mining town? Sure. Who's <laughs> <laughs> It's good. I just yeah, it's a bummer. Um, movie Pass Life, guys. Um, only seen one movie because, understandably, I wasn't too happy with Movie Pass for a couple of days last week. <laughs> Your protest was, I'm not gonna do the one thing it lets me do all the time. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna cost you guys money for a couple of days. <laughs> I mean, the more movies I see, the really the more I'm hurting them. But rest so, assured, I am back now. <laughs> um, but I, I saw I saw a Quiet Place, uh, which is really good. I I like. I don't. I don't really want to say much about it at all, just because, like, when I saw the trailer, I was like, well, I feel like you've seen everything in the movie, and you have not. You've seen, like, the beginning of the movie. I, yeah, I feel like the trailer actually, from what I understood, from what I kind of thought, I was like, oh, yeah, this does seem like they're really holding their cards to their chest, which I appreciated. Yeah. Um, I almost saw the film on, maybe, it was like this past weekend, and what was so funny slash frustrating was the fact that I went to the Landmark Theater here in Chicago 7.45 Friday showing and we get there and the screening is sold out and both Brandon and my friend Eddie just they're dumbstruck fucking dumbstruck they just start saying things like sold out how could it be sold out and I look at them and I go well it's the 7.45 showing it's opening weekend and this movie's tracking to do really big numbers. And of course that's why it's sold out. We should have gotten our tickets in advance. And they're like, nuh-uh. Like, this isn't like a big movie. And I'm like, yes, it is. And they say, but this is the Landmark Theater. And I go, wait, I don't understand. What are you saying to me? They're like, this is the Landmark Theater. This is like like the indie theater. I'm like, but this is not an indie movie. And also the Landmark Theater is like a four-story movie theater complex with an enormous bar and restaurant. And yeah, they show indie films occasionally, but they're also showing The Avengers this month. Like, would you be shocked if The Avengers was sold out at eight o'clock at night, opening night? <laughs> not at this theater though, Jonathan. I like, come on, I, this is a I, indie theater. I like my friends, but That's... sometimes they get stuck on these little <laughs> narratives they've written for themselves and, and I don't fucking like... understand it. <laughs> That's a little weird. It, I understand. It's, that they and, it's, have. and they're also, they're, it's all, you're also going as a group. Like, I'm shocked sometimes, like, if I go and a movie is sold out because I am one solo person. I only need yeah. to find one ticket. And that's pretty much always available for any showing. You can find one weird, random, shitty seat. 
um, if you're willing to take it. But, but but if you found that a screening was sold out for A Quiet Place or any film that's like yeah, on no, the level of not opening weekend, you wouldn't yeah. be shocked. Yeah. You wouldn't be indignant no. about it. Like no. what? This is ridiculous. Is it? <laughs> I want to no, speak to the. Not. I want to speak to the owner of this establishment. Um, what I what I did find shocking. Um, was some of the other people in the theater. Uh-oh. Awesome. Um, we got... Well, we, we just had a couple people. Um, as you might, um, guess, this is a very quiet movie. Because the premise is, there are scary monsters that come for things that make sounds. <laughs> and I'm sure some people can handle that, but I think other people who are not used to that would not be able to handle that. Huh. 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 Uh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Some of those moany people. Ew, you know, there's ew, fucking moany those. people in the world. I hate those. Oh, you mean Just like moaners? you mean reactive moaning? Yeah. No. Now, like living your life like trying to breathe moaning. Yeah. Like, so I've often kind of been. I go back because when I listen to the podcasts after we record them, sometimes I find myself giving like vocal communication to Brad that's not like me just interrupting him but like mm -hmm, yeah and that still annoys me as a listener because i'm with brad i do not like when people moaners because they exist and in theaters like like anytime they're like oh yeah like just talking to themselves talking at the movie are just breathing are just breathing people are breathing moan breathe moan breathers uh quick quick (sighs) okay first okay stop everyone stop (laughs) Uh, this is I'm, I'm sorry, John. Absolutely sorry. not. We will. We will absolutely not be doing that from now on. We've ma- we've made our point. I'm having an ASMR nightmare. I'm so sorry, John. I'm so sorry. I'm not. Oh my god! It sounded like Alex had custard in his mouth. It sounded like Brad was getting like blown by like a fucking goblin. Jeez! I won't be able to sleep tonight. That was my experience trying to watch a fucking movie. That and the baby that was crying. Oh, no. a baby. That shouldn't. No. baby. You shouldn't be like allowed a, to do that. A, like, and I can't talk yet. Google Gaga. <laughs> wah. I'm a baby. That baby. should be. Here's my vocabulary. Goo goo. Gaga. Wah wah. It's poor <laughs> little ears. Like, it's yeah. so much more susceptible to sound than... Than yeah. us. That's so not cool. People are such yeah. shitheads. I'm taking my baby to the movies because I want to see this movie. Well, well you I made a mistake this. when you had that baby then. <laughs> well, this movie's supposed to be really quiet. I don't think it'll hurt its ears so much. We'll just make it through the previews and then we'll be fine. Yeah, those jump scares won't do anything to the baby, I'm sure. <sighs> Seriously. All you Seriously. get is the reactions of the audience jump scares, right? <sighs> it's, it's because there's sound, but not like there's no other sound than just like it's quiet for the most part. There, correct? there was like one solid jump that like got me solidly, <laughs> like my leg jerked, and I was like, oh, that was that was a good one. That was a good one. It made your leg. And all the audience, everyone heard it because again, mostly silent, right? The film or just like yeah, well, yeah. I mean, no music, yeah. nothing. Well, there's, I mean, there's, I, there's times where there's sounds, and it's just. It's a quiet movie. There's no talking because they can't talk. So yes, there's often silence. But yeah. is there a background track to it? Like, is there filler well, music? I, yeah, at times. At times. Really? Well, ruined I mean, it. Not it's interested a movie, anymore. Alex, it's a movie. <laughs> like, Not interested. I don't, I don't know what you're expecting. It's Not a movie. interested anymore. Alex wanted to determine just how quiet a quiet place really is. Mm. Often yeah. very quiet. Except the the moaners and the babies crying, which uh, we will not uh, provide examples for moving forward. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, wait and see. But you, no, so you would expect it. You would recommend it though, right? Yeah, it was definitely. really good. Like this, definitely really see this. Yeah. I, I look and, forward to seeing it when it streams. And uh, the creatures, when you see the creatures like full out, oh, 
They are Terrifying. creepy looking creatures. I, very upsetting. Spoiler alert, the closer line for this episode will just be 14 minutes of moaning. <laughs> <laughs> yes! And then at the end, Brad will go, yep! <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, but I, I would recommend it. It's, it is it is a fun ride, for sure. Nice, um, nice. I haven't updated the wiki yet, but just so you know, it's a fun ride. Gotta keep that wiki updated. Um, I'll be, um, soon I'll be hopefully seeing Chappaquiddick and uh, Truth or Dare. Looking forward to those for the weekend. Brandon is looking forward to the film Truth or Dare. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, yeah. The film that's bringing trailer one. the film that's bringing Joker smiles back to the foray. <laughs> yes. Oh goodness! A movie that had a trailer released about I feel like four months ago, and now I'm like, oh, now it's coming out. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. It, sh- it surprised me too because I remember you talking about it on at the trailers and thinking, I don't know, Brandon. But um, bad poster, by the way, for Truth or Dare, the giant red question mark around that woman's yeah. head. It evokes nothing. It, it explains nothing. I don't know how you explain that weird plot, but that's not a good poster for a film. <laughs> but it's Bloomhouse, so I think they just sort of assume that people are going to flock to it. I have a feeling that you can more easily get into a showing of Truth or Dare than the opening fucking night of <laughs> A Quiet Place. <laughs> it's sold out? What? what, what <laughs> Impossible. How long did that go on for, Jonathan? 10 minutes? 15? Uh, longer than it needed to, because I wasn't contributing anything to the conversation, because whenever I try to insert any sort of logic into this fucking conversation, I get shut down immediately. <laughs> I mean, if you guys were going to see Chappaquiddick and it was sold out, then then I, I think that shot <laughs> would be warranted. 750 showing Friday night for Chappaquiddick? <laughs> Impossible. This is so weird. Yeah, but Moses didn't leave a dead girl at the bottom of the Red Sea. <laughs> this isn't happening. Let's test the ticket wait. counter again. Are you sure it sold out? Really? Who's the other person that wants to see this movie? Well, and they started. I just don't believe it. I like my friends, but your friends drive you crazy. That's just what happens. It's just that's how fucking yeah. things work. If you're friends with people, they drive you fucking nuts. And you drive them nuts, so you just have to deal with it. And they started saying, where should we go? Let's go to another theater. Let's go to another theater. And I just thought to myself, yeah, but my apartment's like <laughs> right there. I got to go. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, the night's over. The movie's sold out. That means I get to go home and like get into my gym shorts. Perfect. <laughs> and they were like, you're not going to come? I'm like, nope, tired. Got to go. Bye. <laughs> Late. Like Alex said, like if I catch a quiet place in a theater or via streaming, I'll, I'll I'll see it. It's fine. You don't have to see it in the next twenty minutes, guys. It's fine. <laughs> uh, speaking of spooky things, uh, I want to talk about a troubling pattern that I feel I've fallen into with my hypothetical job that I may or may not really have in reality, because this is satire. This whole podcast, and we yeah. we established it's satire. Yes. So within the realm of satire, let's say I have a job, and throughout the course of my nearly two years at this job, I've had two spooky phone calls. I'm going to tell you about these two spooky phone calls, and I want you to tell me, in your honest estimation, if I should be worried about a third phone call and what would happen on a third. I just think that one phone call is one thing. A second phone call is a second thing. But what about a third phone call? That It would be a third thing. It would be, it would be, a, third it would be a definite third thing. But three is, that's like a bad number, right? Spooky. Spooky number. It's a spooky spooks. angel number that I Mad don't want to deal with. So the first spooky phone call I ever had, I this is during the middle of the fucking day, I called uh, this sort of, I, I think it must have been an architectural firm, and someone picked up, like, someone picked up the fucking line, but it was just complete silence for about a solid 20 seconds, and then I just heard this. 
Uh, hello? Immediate fax signal, screeching loud, immediate screeching fax signal in my ear. Uh, hello? <clears throat> Hung up. Wow. And then the line went dead. What? 20 seconds of silence. And then this creepy old woman voice. Can't get over it. Still to this day. Can't get over it. The... S- I'm Freibold. <laughs> nope. No, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Madam Freibold. You called Freibold? By the way, I forgot to mention this. Fribo is a fast food restaurant mascot in the cartoon Steven Universe. Whoa. And Fribo is like possessed by a monster and becomes like a fucking monstrous demonic creation. It's, you know, so you kept saying Fribo and I was like, Fribo, Fribo. So the second phone call, which was a second thing that happened to me, I don't know what will happen if a third phone call happens. It might be a third thing. I'm not sure. Um, the sec- This was recent. I had called this source many times before. And I had had no real problem speaking with the receptionists and different people who worked at this company. Maybe I misdialed, but on this occasion, uh, this like past week, I called this source, and, th- and within two seconds, this is just what happens. Someone picks up, I hear, oh my god, and then the line cut off. And I don't really know how to like really recreate it. It was just sort of, I'll, I won't do it directly into the microphone, but it was just basically, oh my god, and then the line immediately went dead. Amazing. Um, Who knows? I don't like spooky phone calls, and I don't want. No, that's weird. I don't want to hear a third one because I feel like on the third one, someone will be like, "Well, it's time, Jonathan." <laughs> <laughs> that's oof. you called inside of the house. Yeah. You're, what if there's a serial killer that only kills people oh! when someone from your office is calls them? Whoa! You made a mistake. Whoa! I let you make two mistakes, but then you made a third. <laughs> and you know what that is? A third thing. <laughs> I don't appreciate it. The only thing tying these murders together is they were getting calls from this company. Whoa. Jonathan, they're setting you up. They're (laughs) setting you up. This could be someone you know. This could be someone you know. They're going to frame me as the killer? Of course. They're going to frame you as the killer. You're the only link they have. Of course they're going to slam. You're the one choosing the murders. All these messages from a bored sounding 32 year old who's just trying to get some information he doesn't care about. (laughs) Weird. Oh, yeah. Should Brad be suspect number one? 32 year old guy? (laughs) <laughs> profile of every serial killer ever. But I'm gay. Gay people don't kill people. I'm gay. That's what I've been telling people um, for a long time. What I, if what if that was what if that was my long con? <laughs> no one will think I could possibly be a killer because I've been telling people I'm gay since I was 17. What a long con. <laughs> I'm totes straight. Um I love <laughs> I love that Brad just said Oh, you're choosing the killers, Jonathan. Just immediately, just like, jumping jumping on to the accusations of, mm-hmm. oh, it's you. You're going to get in trouble because you're the no. one choosing the killers, even though it wouldn't. It would just be you're arbitrarily, the they would just. Not the killers. I mean, yes, the, the killers. Look, you Maybe can. Be look, the you, you, I don't know. You're both detectives. You can argue about this later. <laughs> when you're trying to figure out. The only thing we agree on is that you belong in jail. What? <laughs> you know, okay, so this kind of. The second one is less spooky because you could have just called them back and been and then said, "Did you call any of these numbers back immediately?" Especially no. the one that says, "Oh no," and just absolutely not, up. absolutely not. And first of all, it's not "Oh no," it's someone screaming, "Oh my god!" very quickly, and then the line immediately goes dead. <laughs> yeah, you should have called them back. Who knows what was going on? Like, um, they could have been in trouble. Someone else could answer the phone and said, "Hey, there's been a heart attack." So you want me to encourage the dark forces that hide behind our reality? <laughs> Well, the second one may not have been Dark Force. The first one definitely was an, uh, a phone ghost. Some grandma died in her house, but instead of getting, like, 
anchored to the house. She was anchored to a fax a fax machine. I and fell and dialed. I never got up. <laughs> that's cr- that's awesome. Like that's that's a really cool. Why? So why can't a ghost? Why can't a, a ghost haunt a phone? I don't know. Is a question I Because ghosts aren't real. I well, ghosts know. aren't real. But in media, so every time someone someone at uh, work was recently talking about ghost hunting. Of course, I, I volunteered information about my mother having been a ghost secret, uh, ghost hunting secretary, in, in, at one time. <laughs> um, but they were all they always talk. They were talking about how um, they went to go, or someone they knew went to some haunted place and spent the night or whatever. And it's always a house or a place. And my thought was after afterwards, I was thinking to myself, why why are ghosts so picky? Why is it houses? Why can't a ghost like haunt a car or like? Haunt an object, and but why do we focus on houses? Now I understand we focus on houses because of like that's a safe place. It's supposed to be like psychologically disturbing because oh this place that I sleep at I'm vulnerable because a ghost is there. It's a hider in the house situation. But why can't we transition that to hider in the car situation or hider in the phone situation? Did you see that new movie Hider in the Car? <laughs> hider in the car. <laughs> they oh, went to this old junkyard. She had, she has no idea that I'm in the trunk. It's it's real great in here. <laughs> Is there somebody back there? <laughs> oh, oh, I gotta be real quiet. Shush. <laughs> also, um, there's Hyder in the car. It's that fucking uh, creepy commercial. We already talked about it. Oh, the exactly. Yeah, the I little boy who haunts that station wagon. Yeah. 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 I'm not here. Well, he's like, I'm there. <laughs> he's temporarily haunting because he's not even dead. Like, it's super weird. I don't understand how that that works. Yeah. That 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 kid's a straight up future ghost. He's he is causing his own death in a never ending nightmare loop. He needs yeah, his a, death yeah. to happen so he can cause his death to happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird Donnie Darko ish sitch. That's super strange. I didn't really. But this, don't this be Donnie Darko-ish sitch is crazy. <laughs> don't be surprised after all these like hauntings of places, houses, like haunting movies of houses or like whatever. Slowly starts transitioning to. These kids go to a junkyard, and if you can spend the whole night in one of these, uh, we each get our own car. If you can spend the whole night at this haunted junkyard, then you're like super brave. And it turns out that there's ghosts in all these cars that have died horrifically. Like you get a, a drag racing ghost who died in his car and just can't Alex, leave because he wants one more race. Alex, you don't need our encouragement to write spec scripts. If you want to write I, I a have... spec script for a movie, you should just do it. All I need is your approval. You guys need to tell me like there's a kernel of an idea here. You said no to the app. <laughs> you said you're saying you and Brad say no to me yard. all the time, and I just need to hear one yes today. <laughs> now green light my thirteen haunted cars movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 people would go see that maybe if it was done well, right? I'll see it. I've got movie pass. Sure. Brad will see it. This if could you be put the a movie. Ghost in anything, I'll see it. I'm down, guys. This is the stepping stone, right? Brad is a we very undiscerning viewer. You know that, right, Alex? <laughs> oh yeah. I'll I... see any. If it's a stupid horror movie, I'll see any stupid horror movie. The thirteen haunted cars. <laughs> I'll write the spectrum, of course. I'll direct. We'll get the movie made. It'll make like quadruple the fun. Like it, it like quadruple its uh like. Like budget, and then we'll immediately be able to get Ramjack into the hands of a multi like hundred million dollar film. Man, whatever happened to Ramjack? That's why how did, we make it. Why did we let Ramjack go? It, no, it was bought out. <laughs> it was bought out by Viacom. It was bought out. Yeah, making mad money now, doing Viacom stuff. Ramjack, as presented by Viacom. Very, <laughs> Viacom the podcast. Very Christian podcast now. Very nice, clean Christian podcast. 
They play I Can Only Imagine at the beginning and end of every episode. I can only imagine what all I would do. Um, <laughs> will I dance for you, Jesus? Don't dance for me. Then. Do me Such a favor. Such a fucking weird song. I've seen you dance. What? You don't need to be dancing for me. <laughs> um, that, th- yes, Alex? Well, go ahead, John. Did you have another spec script that you need to tell us about? Not yet. Okay. All in, d- all in due time. Uh, be careful. I might lower your social score if this script doesn't turn out well. I know you. You 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 write a lot of checks, but you can't cash them. So I, I want to see oh, the no. screenplay. I want to see it. Or else I'll give you a down vote, and you won't be able to go to Pittsburgh. <laughs> no one can go to Pittsburgh now. Oh no! What a punishment. <laughs> oh, that's oh, no. okay. Slam on Pittsburgh. Um, so I would like to bring some 1880 slang from yes. the from the Cornell campus. This is the Cornell campus in 1880. They were recently, they were slowly uh, transitioning into a co-ed education. Uh, so men were living in dormitories alongside women in dormitories. And it was fucking nuts and nobody knew how to handle it. Well, they knew how to handle it. And they handled it by making the women's lives basically a living hell and telling them that they never should have come there in the first place and making fun of them constantly. <laughs> um, how do I know okay. this? I was reading a book that I stopped reading because it's bad. Um, it's a it's an it's a biography of L. Frank Baum, the author of the Wizard of Oz books. And the after about four chapters about L. Frank Baum's life, uh, which was not very interesting, we completely take a shift over to the life of his future wife, and she is a freshman at Cornell in 1880. And she is living in a women's dormitory, and she is finding out that it is not very fun to be a woman trying to get a college education in 1880. Uh, It doesn't help that her mother was an enormous suffragette figure who worked with Susan B. Anthony and at the time was writing the first book about the suffragette movement. Um, Well, I'm sorry. I know. Yeah, I was aware of this. Oh, yeah. I forgot this. So... Her daughter would go on to marry L. Frank Baum, but at this moment in time, she is but a college freshman. She uh, is seen as being a little bit too outspoken, a little bit too uh, wild, and by that I mean she, like, did a kooky dance at a social and everyone started whispering about her. (laughs) Like, oh my god, she did a weird dance. She's so fucking weird. Um, All all of these women writing home to their mothers saying, there's this woman here, she did a dance. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like no every and people warning her like Maud, I think her name is Maud. They're like Maud, you need to calm your shit because the more you stand out, the more the men are going to rip you to fucking pieces. And she doesn't listen. And here's the thing about uh, Cornell, they have a lot of on-campus politics because there a lot of people are running for campus positions within the student body. Almost none of which can be held by women, of course. Uh, there is one role that women can get uh, if they're nominated by the men on campus, and that's uh, school marshal. And the only reason you're nominated for this is because all the boys think you're stupid and they want to gossip about you. And so if you get this position, congrats, no one likes you. (laughs) All the boys are gossiping behind your back and they are going to uh, treat you like shit. Um, Another quick political tidbit about Cornell in 1880. uh, uh, There was a big running joke to put women's names on the ballots. And they thought that was very funny because they knew that women couldn't run for these positions. But imagine if they could. <laughs> Wouldn't it be fucking hilarious if Rebecca could run? 
that'd be hilarious. And there were some men on campus who thought this was wrong, and they thought they were knights in shining armor, and they wrote editorials saying, men of Cornell, stop putting women's names on the ballots. We all know it's hilarious, but it's also cruel. These women have not the wit nor the capacity to truly run. Why are you humiliating them in such a fashion? Stop being so cruel to these sapien human monkeys. (laughs) And then they would go to the women and say, look at the thing I wrote. Don't you want to kiss me now? (laughs) And some of the women, I'm sure, were like, yes. And then other women were like, no, because I'm smart. (laughs) (laughs) This is all a prelude to uh, the slang that Maude was learning about uh, at the Cornell campus. Uh, So I'm going to teach you a little bit about... uh, And we'll we'll try to come up with, like, how this would work in a conversation. So, uh, to buzz, quote, buzz, is to entertain someone with interesting conversation. Uh, the example that this auto, that this biography gave is, <laughs> Josie put a buzz on that boy. I'm entertaining oh. you with interesting conversation. I'm putting a buzz on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I do say I was buzzed the other evening. Oh my god, Alex was putting a buzz on me. He was, his, his conversation was so interesting. <laughs> I, I believe I've been straight up stung. That's, that's the sequel of Slater. <laughs> I believe I've been stung. Yes. So Sage Hall, which is the women's dormitory that Maude lived in. I hope her name was Maude. I hope I'm not getting that wrong. Um, Sage Hall was known as the hen house. And the boys on campus were known as roosters. And they would come and call on the hens of the Sage house. (laughs) Do you get it? I don't know if it's transparent enough. (laughs) To rag out was to put on fine clothes. Oh, motherfucker, I'm ragging out tonight. Oh, tonight? (laughs) Oh, we're going to rag out. Oh, I'm going to that fucking party. Alex is going to be there. He's going to try and put a buzz on me. But what he doesn't know is I'm going to rag the fuck out. And I'm going to look good. I don't like rag out. I don't like rag out. Yeah, rag out's weird. You don't like rag out? Okay. Rag out seems to... I mean, I understand, like, where it comes from. But it's like... It doesn't seem like there's a. I don't know. I, it's I'm not going, as awesome am, as Buzz and Sting. Rag out this evening. No, I don't like it. Hey, I don't like it. hey I'm Brad. Good. I'm not gonna rag out. Hey Brad. I'm gonna buzz for sure. Hey Brad. See Alex across campus over there. See that aimless walk that Alex is sort of demonstrating right now. That's a that's a real lark we're witnessing. That aimless walk. What a he's really larking out right now. Look at that aimless walk. Now that that hey. I'm down with. I'm, I'm down hey, with guys. Lark. Hey guys, what's up? Hey. Oh, just, like, couldn't help but overhear you all the way. How's it going? It's good. No time for your buzz. Yeah, I don't have time for your fucking buzz <laughs> oh, right now. Oh, come on guys, I got a real stinger for you. No, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to rag out tonight. I'm trying to put together an outfit. <laughs> got to rag out. I don't like it. I don't like it. Hey, Brad. Did you notice that Alex's lark, his aimless walk, was so aimless that it became a toot? Oh, nope. Nope. He got lost, Brad. An aimless walk, so aimless that you get lost. That's a, that's a toot, my friend. That's a straight up toot. Guys, I was in real trouble the other day. I found myself in a toot. I, nope. I walked so aimlessly that I got lost. <laughs> Excuse me, professor, sir. I'm in a toot. Can you tell me where my homeroom class is? I find that I found myself in a straight up toot. It began as a lark and I thought it was fun, but I got a little carried away. Now I'm in a straight up toot. <laughs> I like Lars. <laughs> I mean, I, I like Lark. I'm okay with I'm okay with Buzz. Yeah. The rest of these have got to go. You don't like roosters. Lars. You don't like hens. How the women are known as hens. That's, I, that that's, was a non-starter. That's, a, that's still around though. That's I've yeah. Still that's heard a, that. yeah. You've heard that? You've heard someone be like, "Look at that hen." Yeah. Well, it's it's not as it's just not as like I would say. I don't know. Have you the heard it in Tennessee, or, or have you heard it outside of Tennessee? 
Well, but there's things like there's like there's like hen party, like there's that. Yeah. Cock in the hen house, like I've heard that a bajillion yeah. times on bad C- CBS. What sitcom? What's a hen party? Just like a girls' night? Well, like a bachelorette party. Oh, I don't think I've ever heard that term. Well, John, we come from different worlds. <laughs> I hope you get your rag out because we're going to a hen party later. We're gonna go crash a hen party. Hey, Brad, would you would you describe Alex as a harmless fellow? <laughs> this is not the sure. this is not the this is not the slang term. This is not the slang term, by the way. But would you describe Alex as a harmless fellow? I would. Quite harmless. Yeah, I agree. He's a real snoozer. Oh. You're a real fucking snoozer, dude. You're a real harmless oh. fellow. A so harmless fellow that just is see, a I, snoozer? So uh, that sounds like you're just encouraging people to be harmful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, wake up. Start hurting people. <laughs> you yeah, fucking snoozer. Taking a nap is not hurting someone. <laughs> no. I'm good for you. It's, yeah. I chose to not actually hurt that person. I took a nap. That's not real. I'm making that up, of course. But, uh, hey, um, so have you ever, Alex and Brad, have you ever passed off any deceitful small talk? Oh, like every week? Passed off deceitful small talk? Yeah. Have you ever, what does that mean? Have you ever passed off deceitful small talk? Like, we know when you're having a conversation, does it turn yeah, to well, deceitful small talk? we do our satire talk? podcast. Yeah, all the time. We're doing our satire okay, okay. podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, that's known as giving Magoo. Nope. You don't like it? Guys, quit giving Magoo. No. Who's giving Magoo over there? Do you know what do you know what spooning means? Yeah. I don't think you do. I doubt it. What's the what's what's the old timey slang? Spooning is giving Magoo to a hen. No. Yes it is. Stop it. Stop it. I'm gonna give that I'm gonna give that hen the straight Magoo. I'm gonna spoon the fuck out of her. I'm gonna give Um, her deceitful small talk to that hen. Whatever you guys do behind closed doors is your business. <laughs> Hold on, there's a third. There is a third that. layer to this, if you can believe it. So we know oh. we know that giving Magoo is passing off deceitful small talk, but when you're giving Magoo to a hen, it's spooning. If it's two roosters, that's not spooning. But if it's a rooster and a hen giving Magoo, that's spooning. But what if I told you there's a third layer? What if you got caught in the act of spooning Magoo to a hen? What's that called? <laughs> What's that called? I wonder. It's called something ridiculous. I know. It's that. called getting gobbled. Oh, uh, excuse me. Oh, I got straight gobbled last night. I got caught in the act of spooning Magoo to a hen. I got straight up gobbled by Alex. Um, Alex walked in while I was passing off deceitful small talk. <laughs> Listen, um, I, I don't believe in arbitrary language restriction on this podcast, <laughs> but Jonathan, wa- watch your filthy mouth. <laughs> Ooh, I got straight gobbled. Yum 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 yum. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to give her the Magoo. I'm going to be straight spooning this hen, and I'm going to be giving her the Magoo. I want you to come in, and we'll pretend that I'm being, I'm getting gobbled. Like, I want you to come in, and I'll be like, oh, I've been gobbled. <laughs> I got a couple, I've got wow. two more here. Um, so, the equivalent of cool or awesome back then was way up. When you, when something, okay. in, when something is excellent, it's way up. What'd you, okay, I can get up. behind What'd that. you think of that lecture in uh, like Professor Magoo's class? Oh, it was way up. Way up. And uh, you use the phrase cheese it when you want someone to stop doing something at once. For example, spooning Magoo to a hen. <laughs> cheese it, okay? Cheese it. I just gobbled you. Cheese it. I just gobbled you. You just got gobbled while spooning deceitful small talk Magoo to a hen. So cheese it, okay? Just fucking cheese, cheese it. it. I know you ragged out tonight, Maud, but I just fucking gobbled you. <laughs> 
I love that there's three levels of that particular, like, okay, we got this Magoo, we got Spooning, we got Gobbles, but it was so prevalent that they had to have the three tiers of this thing. That's insane. I have this really good deceitful small talk, Magoo, but I'm worried that I'm going to get gobbled. (laughs) I don't like this at all. Don't worry about it. Hey, tonight's way up, so don't even worry about it. And this was all this was all sort of, I think, passed around in a dictionary of slang for the uninitiated. <laughs> this was, I think, like a like a school wide like publication or something. Like, hey, dum dums, get schooled, <laughs> get schooled on the fucking slang here at Cornell before you get gobbled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a beautiful outfit today. No, you're not, you idiot. You fucking ragged out. Get it together. Stupid idiot. <laughs> See, the way you said it, Jonathan, makes me think that ragged out is you tried, but your outfit just completely failed. Ooh, I ragged out you today. Ragged yeah, out. you did. That outfit is way up. Cheese <laughs> it. Way up. I, way up. I can get behind way up. I like way up. <laughs> what about lark and toot? You can't, you can't, I'm, you can't have no, lark without toot. toot. You can't have lark without toot. I, I like lark. Toot's gotta go. Toot's just weird, but it does seem like it's something that you would be embarrassed to have happen to you. Like, I was just aimlessly wondering. I I couldn't ask for directions, and suddenly I found myself in a toot. I got 48 miles out of my own way because I got caught in a toot. Um, guys, there is one more thing that I'd like to uh, share with you real quick. Uh, it's, it is short. This is on the, uh, website, The Odyssey Online. Uh, and I'm I'm not going to tell you the headline, the sort of the title for the piece. I'm just going to read you this piece real quick, and then I'll give you the headline. High school seems like the best time of your life when you are in it. You think that all of your friends will be with you until the end, and that you will end up with whoever you are dating your senior year. For very few, that might just be the case. For all others, that is far from true. You thought that you would marry your boyfriend. And you thought that everything would work out how you had always imagined. I don't blame you, though. He's great. You wanted everything with him, but you were just not right for him. I wish I could say that I am sorry it didn't work out for you, but I can't. I can't because he is mine now, and I get to cherish him forever. You didn't do that right, and you are not meant to be together. You will find someone, too, but I am happy that you were not the one for him. Sometimes I have issues with jealousy. And I hate, hate, that you got all of the high school stuff with him. You got to go to games and support him. It kills me that I couldn't be there for him because I know I would have actually been there wholeheartedly. (laughs) I would have done it out of love, not as a popularity appearance. I hate that that you got to go to all of the school dances with him. He got to see you all dressed up and probably told you how great you looked. I'm sure you did look great. Prom dresses, prom dresses were always fun to pick out and so colorful. It was exciting to match colors with your date. I am sure you had fun choosing his matching tux to your dress. <laughs> what? I find myself getting jealous, but then I stop. I am getting to match his tux with our wedding colors. I got to go dress shopping in a sea of white, and he doesn't get to know one detail about that dress yet. He will Don't marry her. Do not marry her. She's crazy. He will get to see me walk down the aisle, and then every day, forever, I get to love him forever. I try to not get jealous of all of the things... Brad, oh, sorry, I thought Brad, the fax please. machine ghost was coming back. Oh, no! <laughs> Hello? Oh, my God! 
I try not to get jealous of all of the things you got with him because it is all in the past. You had your time, and now I get the wedding. You got to dress up in a high stool, but I get to dress up for my wedding with him. He may have put a corsage on your wrist, but he'll be putting the wedding ring on my finger. The end. <laughs> I, remind, okay. remind us, wait a minute, where did this come from? This is from theodysseyonline.com. It was written uh-huh. on March, posted on March 28th of this year by Victoria Higgins. And the headline uh-huh. is, you may have won the prom dress with him, but I get to wear the wedding dress. And the subhead is, you had him in high school, but I get him for the rest of my life. Oh, we get it, Victoria. We, uh, we yeah. understand. <laughs> You're writing fan fiction. You're writing fan jealousy fan fiction. She's at Missouri State University, by the way. This is a college oh, student. Yeah, yeah. student. Student. Oh yeah, student. and yes. she is. Comes by the way, she is what? Maybe a sophomore. Like she is oh, very yeah. fresh out of high school. When you're in your late 20s, none of that shit ever matters. Like, who gives a fuck about what happened in high school? Who gives a fuck when you're a sophomore in college? Like, okay. I'm going to share with you um, all of the headlines for all of Victoria's pieces because they're oh, yes. they're oh, all good. Yes. So, okay, these are all do. from Missouri State University, and I have confirmed these are all Victoria's pieces. A gluten-free diet is not basic. It can be mandatory for some. Five reasons spring break kind of sucks. (laughs) (laughs) To all the high school seniors in your last semester, don't wish it all away. Um, Oh my god. Wow. If you. Jonathan, you you found. I'm trying not to be jealous. Yes, exactly. I may have. Let's see. If you always expect my forgiveness, you do not deserve to be in my life. Okay. Okay. Please let your boyfriend play Fortnite. They are still your boyfriend. What is this paid content? Whoa. What is this paid content? Oh no, Fortnite's like super huge right now. I don't think they paid them for that. Follow your but that would be interesting if it was. Follow your dreams. No one else's. Okay. Stop shaming self-harmers and show them love instead. <laughs> um Okay. Okay, nice. Stop immediately turning tragedies into your selfish political agenda. There's a gun con- there's a gun control protest as the image for that one. We're learning more about her. Sometimes cutting out people is not selfish. It's necessary. Oh, I agree. Oh, I agree, yeah, Victoria. Yeah. Who's the people that's saying it's selfish? Who, who are these Who are these straw men she's arguing How with? How dare you cut me out of your life? Who is the Who is the fictional person that dated her husband? Okay, it would be awesome if she, one, doesn't have a boyfriend and isn't engaged, <laughs> and that all of that was fictional. Because there's a lot of, there's a trend right now, because there's a, I, I mention Thought Catalog sometimes on the podcast, and I bring articles from there, and like, every one of the articles is something like that. Like, someone writing a fictional piece to, like, either a younger version of themselves, or someone else that they know, in a similar vein of, I'm afraid maybe to maybe actually, not all the jealousy stuff. I'm afraid to actually confront this person in real life, but I'll write like yeah. a weird pseudo fictionalized piece oh. oh and even like one of the one of the weirdest things is like writing letters to someone you used to date and forgiving them are like <sighs> like a so like a similar headline of like i know we had to break up but sometimes i wish we could have stayed together and like writing God. a page and a half of like to this anonymous person anonymous <sighs> it's like an it's, it's so there's weird. an image it's of like so there's an image of a maple leaf like an autumnal maple yeah. leaf at the top uh, here are all of the other... Uh, I'll, I'll burn through these real quick. PSA. People can disagree, but still show respect. And there's an image of a man Fuck saluting a, an American flag. 
Fuck that. To the coach who destroyed an athlete's career. Okay, I don't even really... I don't need to know about that. Five ways to explain anxiety to someone who doesn't suffer from it. What is this person? Who is this person? The American justice system is a joke, and it needs to change. What what are your... But, like, who is this person? Like... Where is she actually coming from? If your university's colleges were friends characters. Oh. 17 oh. YouTubers to help you de-stress and finish the semester. What are you talking about? Uh, um, unless it's dogs, fuck off. <laughs> I thank you to my future in-laws for giving me my person. Gross. Stop it. Again, amazing if she wasn't dating anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's all it's all life it's all life fan fiction it's all lifestyle fan fiction exactly the me too lifestyle oh, fan fiction is a thing the me too movement gave me the courage to speak up and I'm not alone who are you yes that's a, something we all want to know you're you're so like viciously attacking this woman that doesn't exist in your own reality that went out with your fucking fiance in high school you're like going after her snipping and sniping at her but the me too movement Gave you the courage to speak up? What the fuck? A thank you to the girls who didn't love him right. To those who think I am too young for marriage. Um, that's everyone. I am no longer going to let people walk all over me. Uh, Wow. Yes, my siblings are my best friends and I love it. To the man that made me forget my scars. You shouldn't forget your scars. People, People can't fix you. People can't heal you, okay? All right, let's... I immediately have a reaction to that headline. You will always have your scars and your fucking baggage. So they can't do anything about that. I'm the girl who broke my own heart. What? (laughs) Fan fiction. It's all fan fiction. The girl who broke her own heart. What if that was the reveal at the end of a novel? Wait a minute. I'm the girl who broke my own heart. Whoa. The New England Patriots' reign is finally coming to an end. (laughs) How can she have such a varied she has interest like, subject matter? This is amazing. Eleven ways to show her you love her without spending a dime. Why eleven? Why not ten? Why not twelve? You couldn't think of twelve. To the high school senior from the college senior, enough. Yeah, we gotta we gotta stop. I that. mean, she has this in common with Laura Wimsett. She is not afraid to double down on subjects she has already tackled. Seriously. Of course. For oh Brad, get ready. You're gonna burn. You're gonna burn the whole thing down right here and now. Four, Get the torch ready. Fourteen reasons cats are always better than dogs. Nope. Yes. No, well, that's just out of torch. Dunzo. Dunzo. Cheating isn't just about sex. What? Oh. Uh, we're going backwards, by the way. We're going backwards. So, what is happening in this relationship that led to marriage? It's okay to take a mental health day. Uh, you're a college senior. What are you even taught? I mean. I was. Well, is she? If this is backwards, she could be a junior or a sophomore. This is just gonna be before she even met the, the one who fixed her scars. It, this is July twenty fourth, twenty seventeen. So okay, not so too too long. Just ago. a year. This is right before he cheated on her, and much before they uh, became engaged. To the discouraged college student. Yes, I can be feminine and not a feminist in twenty seventeen. Oh, um, fuck you. No one again. No one again. No one was asking or attacking you and saying, oh, you're not a feminist? You can't be feminine then. Uh, yes, I can. That's not a conversation anyone has ever had, so congrats. That's, yeah, it's okay. I don't have my future planned, and that's okay. Um, you're not going to have a future, so it's okay. Yeah, you won't. Yeah, it's all right. It's cool. To the women without good fathers on Father's Day. Uh, 
10 things you learn when you meet the right guy. Uh, he's going to cheat on you, so get, get ready for that. <laughs> Millennials, stop acting entitled. Start having respect. Fuck, Fuck off. To the undergraduate wishing you already graduated. Well, you mean to the undergraduate wishing <laughs> they already graduated? That's a. I don't know how that needs to be worded, but the way that you understand. chose is not is not how it should. Give me that wording one more time. To the undergraduate wishing you already graduated. I wish you had already graduated. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Victoria. Stop me. Yeah. I'm still going to write these articles for the newspaper regardless anyway. <sighs> to the high school graduates, know that it was not the best four years. Stop talking to high schoolers. Well, you stop it. I mean, I think she thinks they were the best years of her fucking life. Or someone else was living to someone else who lived my perfect high school career. Summer it. And also who had my boyfriend. This? Who is reading this? This is the Odyssey man. online. Yeah. First of all, what is that? I don't know what that um, is. That, it's a recreation of the Odyssey. It's just in modern times. <laughs> that's my millennials. That's insane. Um, I'm going to do a little bit of cursory research here. I'm going to confirm what the Odyssey online is. Uh, okay. Oh, God. There's a lot going on. I don't... There's a lot of headlines, but there's no explanation. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's just a lot of pieces. A lot of pieces. <laughs> oh, you can shop here. You, there's a shop. I think it might just be... Can you buy a carafe? I uh, don't say that word. Ah! <laughs> Red. You, you know what that is. Uh, that's a real don't do that. <laughs> um, um, it's an uh, it's an American internet media company that operates based on a crowdsourced model oh. receiving articles from a base of thousands of volunteer authors. If being child-free uh. is selfish, so is parenthood. That's just one I saw. <laughs> that's just one I saw. Wow. Uh... The magic of story? Stop it. They're all university students. They're all, I think they're all from colleges. Um, I'm going to wrap up Victoria's here real quick. Um, summer is the worst part of college. Why? Because you're not in college? I don't understand. Take summer class. Take summer class. Like, what do you want? Do you like learning or do you like partying? Like, I don't know what to tell you. To the victim who has been blamed. Like, it's crazy to me that she's on the side of, like, me too. But she's also like, hey, millennials, show some respect. Oh, and also gun control, like, that's fine, but don't be mean about it. Fifteen be mean about it. Fifteen things all small town Missourians have in common. I really want to click on that. (laughs) (laughs) Why and then the last one, April sixteenth, twenty seventeen. Why I will tell my children to wait until marriage. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do it at all. So I'm glad that we figured out more about her. Yeah. Uh, about the audience that she's trying to reach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With these weird, mm-hmm. like, high school clickbait articles. Uh-huh. Do, do articles. high school kids read think pieces written by college students? Is that something high school kids like to I do? Hope not. I hope not. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what high school kids do. I love. Neither do I. I love anything from sports to video games, and I am a self-proclaimed professional at procrastination. I am from a small town. I now live around Springfield, Missouri, which seems like a huge city to me. I attend Missouri State University and am majoring in entertainment management, focusing on sports. The Denver Broncos have my heart, and I love anything NFL. Okay. Well, I. I mean. If there's ever been a growing career field, it's entertainment it's management. Sport, specifically sports management. Specifically for women, have fun dealing with that and telling yourself I mean, that it's your fault every time a man treats you like shit within the NFL. Have fun 
recycling that that hatred back on yourself. I absolutely agree, but I just want to uh, again point out the 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 specificity of this career path. Like manager for a sport, how many sports teams are there to begin with? Maybe an athlete. How many managers are required? Maybe just athletes. Maybe athletes, maybe like minor league teams, maybe super minor league teams, maybe like local (laughs) teams, maybe your high school team. Going back to my high school and being their sports manager. How many managers are required? I Um, don't know. How hard is it to become a a professional playing the sport? And how many of them are there? Then for how many of those players, how many managers are there? You're going to the most narrow career field you could find you know it's really cute how back in your day you you know you were spooning magoo left and right and you were getting gobbled that's cute but you know who has the fucking ring on her finger it's me (laughs) so i'm better than you i don't like you i don't like you i but i've also simultaneously (laughs) processed all of my jealousy and i'm not jealous of you i want to murder you but i'm not jealous of you also I'm a big proponent of the Me Too movement. I hate women, though. I really do. I don't like... Don't look at my man. Don't. I'm his property, and he is mine. He healed my scars because I don't know how to. (laughs) I can guarantee you I could not spend five minutes in this woman's presence Uh, without losing my goddamn mind. Many of those pieces had photos of her with this guy. Trust on this. He is not, not worth it. (laughs) He is, he is not going to give her much of anything. He will give her scraps and she will be slobbering for them. I, she's insufferable. I, I only heard headlines and already insufferable. A thank you to my future in-laws for giving me my person. God. That's super weird. Stop telling me I'm too young to get married. I won't. I won't. Gross. You're, you're not even an adult. Like, fuck. I'm going to tell my children to wait until marriage. Don't do that. That's horrific. What would they... What if it's not what you think? What if instead of, like, sex, it's something like, wait until you're married to buy a house? Or wait until you're married to think about merging bank accounts with someone else? You guys, she does, Practical advice. She doesn't care about Maybe that. Maybe not the house. Thing. I just clicked on the future in-laws piece, and I'm not going to read the whole thing. But she says, you are the one... She's talking to her future in-laws. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. She says, you are the one who taught him to love God more than he loves himself. A rare quality nowadays. Don't do that. Don't love God. Don't love God more. What is, what are you even talking about? I don't matter. I don't, what, who cares about me? I don't love myself nearly as much as I love God. Okay. Such a weird mindset. From, it says, it says, you have been there for him and I thank you so much for that. From now on, I will be there for him. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What does from now on mean? Like, back off, mom. Back off, mom. Oh, mom and dad are dead. <laughs> they haven't been heard from in weeks. This <laughs> is. This uh, I like your dad. Your dad's sexy. He's funny. He jokes around with me. I don't like your mom. She's too pushy. I don't like her. This is so unhealthy. This is the it's most super unhealthy, unhealthy person. You are not losing a son. I... You are merely gaining a daughter. Uh, yeah, emphasis on merely. So, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> I would give anything if. In a couple of like months from now, there's a new article that says divorce is fine. To, I don't care about it. Divorce yeah, is fine. Or, I don't care. Or something to the effect of to uh, to my formerly future in-laws who made my 
perfect person call off the wedding after reading one of my previous Guys, articles. I'm just no, this is, I'm just marking this, this as is, a bookmark. I'm just marking her page as a bookmark. Do. Please there's do. gonna be there's gonna be years of resentment and a couple of kids before this thing falls apart. What do which you is do? The sad thing. Well, what do you do if if what if she's not telling her like future husband or her in laws about any of this and they happen across her writing oh, and like holy shit, that's this not woman possible. Is insane. That's not possible. Um, Surely it's no, not no, possible. No, she not she honest. shares this as much as she can. Yeah. She's posting this on other people's Facebook pages. By the way, none of these pieces are more than like 600 words. So these are not pieces, okay. by the way. You can, you don't yeah. get to call yourself. These aren't pieces. Blurbs. These are blurbs. Oh. These are blurbs. These are Zangas. These are Zangas. Zangas. Yeah. Two well, seconds. Ten also, this od- Odyssey online bullshit, it's... Yeah, this is, it's a top-down, um, uh, it's user-generated content, blah, uh, it, it's, not, it's people, um, building a website, um, and not getting paid. Well, money. yeah. Like, it's yeah. fucking bullshit. Yeah, you're, you're, it's a racket, it's what it is. It's for exposure. You gotta start no, somewhere, honey. Not no, here. No, nope, nope. Oh, goodness. Fuck this shit. What do you think is more effective? Making a YouTube fan video of your favorite movie franchises in the hope that a mo- <laughs> that a, someone what Warner Brothers will notice you, or writing a a six minute or six minutes six hundred word Zanga piece, uh, hoping that a publisher will pick you up. I don't and see your uh, I don't know how to answer that question, but I know what I'd rather uh, sort of experience <laughs> and sort of oh. uh, be pre- pre- presented with. I think I would much rather watch a well. Some of those fan films are very long. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty uh, yeah, bad and pretty yourself, long. Watch yourself, <laughs> but still, I imagine they're more entertaining than this. None of them are working. None of them are working. Listen, just put on a podcast where people can choose not to listen to it or not. There you go. I wrote an article. Really easy to, I wrote an article really that made people mad. But hey, that's what happens when social media is a factor. That's the headline for a piece on this website. I wait too long. All right, I, I'm calling it. This has to. I stop. We're done. We're done. No more. I can't. <laughs> nope. This buzz, this buzz has got to be cut. Uh, it's become, it's become, it's become my moaning nightmare for you, Brad. <laughs> moaning nightmares. Brad got stung. It's okay. It's a real, it's a real, real toot of a, uh, of a. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we got, yeah, we got lost in a toot. We got lost in a toot, my friends. Lost oh. in a toot for real. I'm just, so I'm just gonna, I'm just not the school spirit type of girl. <laughs> ah, no. I'm closing it out. I'm closing it out. <laughs> ah. it's... Tied up in a bow. Um, who's gonna? Is Jonathan's gonna summarize Swamp Thing, right? Of course. Fuck. He, he hasn't hit a hundred yet. I don't understand why it's uh, my turn. There's only been one episode between my last appearance <laughs> and my current appearance. Listen, if you, if you, okay, if it, if it's if it's your one hundredth appearance, or you do two back to back, then it's not your turn. <laughs> That's just how it works. I'm sorry. These are the rules. I can't change them. Him. Unless we get enough donations that someone um, wants the rules changed. Either that, or we take it to a vote right now, and the majority rules, but I'm telling you, Jonathan, I'm with Brad on this one. It's not looking good. Not looking good at all. Friends, it is that super, super, super special time of the week where we chat about our favorite mossy narc on Swamp Thing, the series. The swamp is my world. It is who I am. It is what I am. I was once a man. I know the evil men do. Do not bring your evil here. I warn you. Beware the wrath of Swamp Thing.
Jonathan's going to have a full minute to summarize this episode of Swamp Thing. I know how the game works. I've played the game before. <laughs> I will play the game again. That's a really good jigsaw. Mm. <laughs> um, Don't bring uh, your no human under... snark here. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not kidding. That does, but that is a really good jig. I know you're doing Swamp Thing, <laughs> but that was, sounds a lot like like the jigsaw guy. <laughs> um, Jonathan, 55 seconds or below your chump. 55 to a minute. You, you're doing good. We appreciate you. Over a minute, you've forgotten something. You need to go back to the swamp and figure out where you come from. <laughs> but if it's a minute on the dot, if it's a minute on the dot, Braveheart, and I know you have it in you tonight, John. I have the memories of a man, but I am not a man. <laughs> oh, you're an elaborate torture uh, like artist named Jigsaw. <laughs> no, they, I'm kidding. I, they want me to join Justice League Dark, but I'm too busy planning my next elaborate Rube Goldbergian device. <laughs> <laughs> I'm turning your gun into a flower. <laughs> Poof. <laughs> um, are you ready or do you need time? Well, the last time I didn't time myself on my end, and that's why I wound up losing the game. So this time I do have my Google timer, my, my stopwatch mm. via Google. All right, Jonathan, please. Uh, all right, get ready to drain that swamp. Ew. On. Don't do that. On. Don't say that. What are you doing in there? You draining that swamp? <laughs> Dad! <laughs> Look, I've said masturbation. Uh, I've said gaping asshole. I've said a lot on this episode. I think draining the swamp as a masturbation analogy. I think it's the least of our worries. Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> All right. And you'll be going in three, two, one, go. This is an episode of Swamp Thing the series known as Falco. The Swamp Thing witnesses an attempted assassination at a funeral, and he chases down the perpetrator, and it's a man who has a broken arm. No, 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 my friend. Take away that cast, and you will reveal that he has the arm of a bird, or a bird wing, one might say. Yes, he is a man who was a bird. Oh my god, he's another victim of Dr. Arcane, and he watches Dr. Arcane look at his creepy, icky, sticky, oogie-boogie slides, and he plots the death of Dr. Arcane. But at the end of the day, he realizes that he can fly again. He may not be able to do it literally, but he saves the life of a very annoying little boy by ripping him from the clutches of clutches of death, and he gives him some weird squishy donut squeezes, and he brings the boy back to life, and he looks at the Swamp Thing, and he says, my god, Swamp Thing, I am flying Thank you very much. Cut to a falcon, the end, the end. (laughs) (laughs) One minute, yay! Does it really count if I say the end, the end, the end, the end, the end, the end? (laughs) Definitely. Jonathan, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Hey guys, um, this is the worst television show that's ever been featured (laughs) on Ramjack. I know that you really hated nurses. This is not a TV show. This is not a TV show. This is one of my favorites. This is ridiculous. This is a 20-minute episode of television that has somehow even less content than the Smoke and Mirrors episode, I would argue. Nothing is happening in this episode. It so little nope. happens. It's amazing, um, guys. I watched like two other episodes trying to pick which one we should discuss because this is a kooky fucking show. And I watched. Let me just tell you about these episodes. I watched. I watched one about voodoo, um, <laughs> where Doctor Arcane gets a voodoo book because he's going to use that to get powers. Uh, but he gets attacked by um, evil voodoo spirits and is in a coma. So. One of his underlings has to go get a voodoo doctor to help him, 
um, who meets up with Swamp Thing and is like, Hey, Swamp Thing, do you want me to not help Dr. Arcane? And Swamp Thing's like, no, go ahead and help him. And he's like, okay. Um, in the end, the voodoo guy's like, hey, Swamp Thing, um, you're, you're a pretty good guy. I can use my voodoo to turn you back into a man. And Swamp Thing's like, and Swamp Thing, of course, being a fucking narc, judges him and is like, um, I don't want your voodoo magic. Fuck off with that shit. <laughs> Wow. I'll just be what I am instead. I've I don't come to terms, any, yeah. I don't want to have anything to do with your um, unchristian voodoo magics. But he encourages the voodoo the voodoo priest to help Dr. Arcane. Yeah. And does he? Yeah. To do what? He, fi- he fixes him. I, I, it, was all, it was all an elaborate ruse by that guy's sister um, who wanted to get back at Dr. Arcane for something. Because everybody wants to get back at him for all of his evil machinations. Wow, that seems like a lot of plot for a 20-minute show. <laughs> I mean, this one is is just filled with silences and contemplative yeah. stillness. That actually seems like a very stuffed episode. I, well, no, because no, <laughs> there really wasn't. It, it was, it was, it was one. Of, the best part though was just Swamp Thing judging this guy for um, his voodoo magics and refusing to be turned back into a human. Every episode of Swamp so Thing weird. the series is a lark that turns into a toot. <laughs> that's that's how I feel. Like, I mean, it he really is, is such ex- a judgy narc. Especially in this episode. So what? So where does Swamp Thing come from on the TV show? In the in the TV show, is he show, an experiment? No, in the TV show, he is he is um Doctor Alec Holland, um who is who was a man who gets turned into Swamp Thing, um, yeah. which is how it was originally in the comics before Swamp Thing learned that he was in fact not Doctor Alec Holland. He was just a Swamp Thing that thought he was Alec Holland. Yeah, the memories aye, of aye. the Doctor. But his so. transformation can be blamed on Doctor Arcane. Okay. Of course, this is, in the last episode we watched, that did not feature Dr. Arcane, and it also did not feature a recurring character, the little boy, Jim, who we get in this episode. Well, here's another weird thing about this show. We have a real rotating support um, uh, cast, because it's like they just couldn't figure it out. Because at some point during the first season... We kind of got away from that little kid, and we brought in, like, an older um, guy. And then we brought in Carrie Warb. She was basically the Heather Locklear character from the movie. So they bring her in, but then they phase her out during the second season as well. Really? The more I read about this show on Wikipedia, the more I understood that this was a show that was vaguely popular on its home network, so they just pumped out episodes as fast as they could, and there was no, not even a second... A, a second's consideration uh, in terms of like continuity they aired the episodes out of order um, none of it made sense that little boy Jim like, vanishes because yeah. he's kidnapped by a like child slave ring and they don't even bring it up for like another season and a half oh so you just assume they, that this kid has been like absorbed by a fucking criminal slave ring yeah this was like late night USA was where it originally premiered it was like yeah it's like I, I just remember being a kid I'm staying up late I'm watching Swamp Thing, and, and <laughs> you it's rerunning on Sci-Fi You, you big weirdo. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't. Like, listen, you're like nine years old. Like, give me a fucking swamp monster. I don't know what the hell's going on, but I'll watch nine, it. It's got nine years old in your thirties. <laughs> seems like you. It seems I mean, like you still have a very genuine love for a show that I really just can't stomach. <laughs> well, I love any show that is this stupid. I mean, this is. 
This is insanely, hilariously bad. Well, this isn't even... And that's why I love it now. The storytelling isn't even my biggest problem. The biggest problem is that it's incompetent on a technical level. There are moments within this yeah. episode that are shocking. Like, I, I mean, I know that we're on a tight production schedule, but there's one moment in particular that I will not stop talking about once I start. <laughs> Nice, nice. All right, well, let's let's get into this hot app uh, of Falco, season Falco. one, episode eleven. Uh, are we supposed to know? Okay, so we open on this funeral. Are we supposed to understand, based on previous storytelling, who is dead? I I don't know. It, I, I this is I I have not watched the episodes prior to this. I don't know if the grandmother is a character that we knew about. Oh, this is a grandmother that's in the coffin. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I gather because later on he's talking about the. She, she's saying that he had a 10 year Oh my god, yeah, that was so stupefying I mean, we'll get to that conversation But that really took some hard turns And I really didn't understand What yeah. what connections were even being made um, Yeah So yeah, we're starting off with this crazy I mean, clearly not a real uh, I don't know if they're trying to go for like AstroTurf Or if they're supposed to be on a carpet I don't understand what's going on with this crazy funeral <laughs> This is the swamp we're in the swamplands of Florida right now because it looks like a fucking Home Depot. <laughs> well, where I it is, mean, it's 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 a Universal Studios, um, which we will get to, guys, because I went on a location scouting mission um, for this episode. But yeah, we're we're just back there behind the park, and we have our shifty-eyed. You know, the funeral is in full swing. We're sort of dropped right into it. And our would-be assassin, who looks like a poor man's Ricardo Montalban, is. Hiding amongst the Home Depot foliage, and what I was so baffled by was I thought there was supposed to be a mystery as to who he was trying to kill, because we just see a crowd, and of course, I don't know who Dr. Arcane is, you know, set aside from anyone else, and this is the cold open, and he he just basically points a gun into the crowd and fires blindly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, because he's, he, he's got that arm in a sling, he's only got the one arm, so that's a real shaky gun hand, too. I thought that was so awesome when he had his hand in the gas and he brings out a freaking rifle. Not a handgun. No. Like a rifle with a scope. It's like, oh, Ram's gonna... And there's no kick on the rifle, really. No. I mean, it's not like it's... Uh, like, he didn't fire a rifle. He's a, the way, we, the way um, we interact with that gun overall throughout this episode is is pretty uh, child theater level. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, this guy has, like, a lot of heavy blush. I don't know what the makeup job is on this poor actor, but... They make him look like he's going to do like a, a birdcage drag show, in and in, he's just missing his wig and like Marilyn Monroe dress. I, I mean, I've seen this guy mm. in a ton of stuff. I think that's just what oh, it yeah. looks like. He, no, he's, just he's naturally that pink. They just accentuate it. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, what a weird looking guy. He's got weird kind of like soap, like dish soap, fucking brush hair. Um, and as he's about to fire the gun, that's when Jim sees him. No one else sees him except Jim right before he fires. And, yeah. and thank God, because otherwise there might have been blood on the scene. <laughs> yeah. You can tell that the guy's uncomfortable with a gun because the kid says, there's a man over there with a gun. And everyone has like seconds to react and the guy just doesn't start just shooting immediately. Listen, the he's a second bird. someone sees it's you. It's amazing that he's even figured out how to buy clothes for himself, much less purchase a rifle and be able to fire. Well, he pops off one shot. He does pop off the one shot, but no one seems to be injured as a result of this. And, uh, I mean, we have the endless opening. <laughs> so we could, for a 20-minute show, I cannot believe how long this opening goes on. It takes a while for the narration to kick in. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and we also get the shot of the crocodile that goes, huh, what? The crocodile that just sort of turns and goes, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> 
like, what's going on? Um, I like that Alex didn't know that this was based on a DC comic character, even though the credits explicitly state that it's based on a DC comics property. <laughs> the episode we saw, I don't remember seeing the end of the credits. It's at the beginning, like, in the opening. Oh, I didn't even know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, also, Did also the one have an forget that yes. Alex forgot that this was a DC character, even though he had read him in a DC comic <laughs> recently. Oh, yeah, recently. Yeah. In the, uh... So, yeah. I just forget he's Swamp Thing. Like again, he wasn't really. I didn't stay up late trying to watch Swamp Thing as a kid. Oh. I was I mean, just like I, Swamp Alex, Thing. I, per, I would prefer Man Thing as well, but Man Thing is Marvel. Swamp Thing is DC. Why does Swamp Thing look laughably different from shot to shot? As he's observing the chaos that comes with this assassination attempt, he looks like a giant Jabba the Hut blob. And then later, he has like a completely different like body shape. It, I don't really understand. It's Swamp Thing, man. All the action figures were different, too. Just, <laughs> this I know now. He takes on, he as he moves through the swamp, he becomes one with the swamp. And it's whatever the swamp, whatever he needs to blend in. He's a Swamp Thing. Yeah. He's a Swamp Thing. I mean, come on. What, do you, what don't you get? Dummy, dummy you Jonathan. stupid fucking dummy. Whoa, 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 whoa. No judgment this here, is sorry, This is, this is Swamp weird. Thing when he goes to Hawaii. He's got a Hawaiian shirt. This is when he goes <gasps> skiing in the ski mountains. He's got a ski- Swamp Thing on the slopes? Yeah. <laughs> How would I, it blend in? I would absolutely buy a Swamp Thing on the slopes action figure right stay now. Stay off my powder. He's out of his element. Listen, Greenhorn, stay off my powder. <laughs> Um, so he fires off the shot. These two idiot cops knock over 14 flower displays trying to get to him, but he doesn't run. He waits a really long time to run from those cops. They should have caught him. But I guess he's running into the safety and the dense city of the swamp. Yeah, this, this swamp location. Yeah, this, this swamp, uh... Just to the left of what was then the Back to the Future ride. And and Dr. Arcane is sort of trying to shield Jim. There's a lot of physical flailing about between Jim and Dr. Arcane. It's like they're doing a silly spaghetti dance. I don't really know what's going on. I, I, I Yeah, I don't... Uh, again, like, I barely remember this show, but I... I don't know what's going on with Dr. Arcane and Jim's mom. Yeah. Like, what is this whole... I don't understand what the relationship is and how this got set up. He really wants to um, fuck her. And by the end of this episode, I it mean, seems yeah. like he's his spell is working on her. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, like, I, I don't remember there was ever a question that Dr. Arcane was, like, the super evil villain of the show. Yeah. So... What's his interest I, in, I, like, getting in good with Jim's mom? Like, doesn't he have bigger fish to fry? You know... Why doesn't Jim's mom know... The heart wants what it wants, guys. He yes. saw her across um, the Universal Studios Orlando mm-hmm. waiting in line. He's like, wait a minute. Now that's a woman I'd like to get to know. <sighs> uh, what, do you, what else? What else? What so else? our would-be assassin uh, runs into the set of Peter Pan uh, on mm-hmm. Off-Broadway, and he stashes his rifle in a not-great tree stump prop. <laughs> and is the Swamp Thing watching? Yeah, that's all he does. Oh, yeah. That's all he does. Oh, Always. He's, he, he, he watches and he judges. <laughs> he yeah, has his back to whatever's happening. Then he like slowly turns around <laughs> and then looks. He's like, it's part of his camouflage. And then he goes and puts his swamp babies in that gun. <laughs> oh, don't say it like that. You've yeah, said... He does. He fucks that no, gun. No, he doesn't. I'll make something beautiful out of this firearm. I'll make it into a He's tree. pulling a full uh, Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest. He, he, he allows life to blossom from within this weapon of death. Don't you see? Don't you see? I'm on board for when the flowers and like leaves start to sprout from the rifle, but when Swamp Thing's like vine creeps in out of nowhere and like wraps around it, I'm like, Swamp Thing, what the mm. fuck's going on? What the fuck's going on with this vine wrap? Mm. That, it's not coming from the gun. The gun is coming to life. What's the vine It's wrap? coming from his butt. 
just his his big <laughs> oh. green butt. I can't. He's such a gross looking character. I know he's the swamp he's thing. Gross. I know he's not supposed to look cute, but oh man, what a what a character to build an entire TV show around. Well, this one does look cuter than the other one because in the last episode, his nose was different. Like on this one, his nose has turned up a little bit. <laughs> How could and you in the last one? It wasn't. That? Well, because la- last uh, last detail. time we were in season two, this is season detail. one, Alex. This is original Swamp Thing. Attention to detail. Um. So, yeah, I don't even really know where 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 does it go from here? Do they, we go back to the uh, everyone's chilling at Grandma's house talking about the shooting? <laughs> how she's dead? Death. <laughs> yeah. The police? No. Well, the police were talking about how you know these shootings happen sometimes. I don't know why someone would want to take a shot at me, but you know I do have a lot of enemies here. Well, and I didn't understand that that was supposed to be a joke. I thought to myself, oh, so he was aiming for the cop because I didn't know who the fuck he was aiming yeah. at. Dude, I mean, yeah, we were all there. That's, with you drunk, that's, and I had that's no the fun either. of jumping into a show in the middle of the fucking series. Uh, you it's part of the mystery dumb show. But this is my favorite moment. I know I, Swamp Thing is my least favorite show that Ramchick has ever covered. That's on the record now. Um, but this is my maybe favorite moment within an entire television episode that we've watched. Uh, I can have two thoughts at the same time. So cool. this reception, this wake, I guess, that we're having... Um, there are a lot of people at a buffet table, and there is one woman that we see uh, putting together a tray of drinks. And she's she's, a, <laughs> I'm watching she's her now. an older woman. She's in her sixties. She's got a tray of mugs, and she puts some napkins on the tray. And the camera follows her as she walks away from the table. And I don't really know how to effectively describe this. She is walking as if she is walking as if she is doing an acting exercise where she's pretending to be a gazelle. And she is doing a very pronounced I am walking. I have never been in a TV show before. I don't I, I don't remember how to walk like a human. <laughs> I think she's also like, why do they actually put water in these cups? If I spill these, I've ruined the shot. Yeah. Fuck me. I, I, I usually just work in the gift shop over at Back to the Future, but then I got a job as an extra and I don't know what to do. Fuck me. Yeah. She did not want to do this. She did not want the level of responsibility that came with being this extra. She, the camera follows her. She hands off a couple of like donuts and cups. She keeps walking like a fucking animal, like a gazelle. And the best, the best moment is when she moves through the little uh, front hallway into the living room. She stops dead on a dime turns, looks directly into the camera, realizes oh no, the camera can still see me, and she takes a sharp step to the left out of the camera's (laughs) perspective. It is... Uh. This show is so (laughs) incompetent and made, made with the speed and pace of a coke addict that they had no they had no time. They had no time to teach this woman how to walk. (laughs) Any woman, any woman on set could have done that. You don't even need that. Oh my god, it's so There's amazing. a lot of awkwardness in this wake. I also love the guy at the stairs who's just there to shake this woman's hand. Oh, this this it's, weirdo it's this so weirdo much. bald guy? <laughs> yeah, he's just like, I'm here to like touch your hand and like shake it for a second and then I'm gonna be on my way. Like it's gonna look like I'm giving my condolences, but I'm not really. I'm just kind of awkwardly shaking your hand and then going up None of I love when that woman sidesteps oh off of the It's so good. It's so none good. of these people, not not a not a single person in this show is an actor. It's so not I one. mean, handshake guy is doing a sidestep too, but the camera's moving away from him. But you can see from his shadow, he just moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just moves out of yeah, all he the just more steps awkward. out of the crane. And, and look, I get it. It's unnerving. Like I. 
I have done almost no acting in front of a fucking camera. And it is very unnerving to know that anything, any motion or movement you do is going to be captured. Like, I get it. But, like, someone needed to be a wrangler on this set. Oh, yeah. Well, also, also, you have to think that this is this moving shot that we're doing that is... For this dumb TV show, an unnecessarily oh yeah, like complicated. It's it's, like, it's shot. too showy. They could have just. Cu- I mean, it's a yeah. twenty minute show that has no content. Yeah. So they need. There's a lot. They of, need that filler. Yeah. There's there's a lot of choreography that we that has to go on here to make this shot work. Are they've probably done it like eight thousand times because it does have to be perfectly choreographed to, to follow. And that um, poor woman was probably I, smacking into people with her tray and like oh, she was oh, spilling yeah. things. They they weren't. Yeah. Oh, this this was the best. They, they're broken at this point. They've been yelled at. It's hot because they're in Orlando. Uh-huh. Like, but that, it's a, oh, it's but a, that's when you take you take the tray away and you just give it to the blonde woman who's in the close up at the beginning of the shot and you just go, Whoa. "You're the tray now. You're you're the tray woman. Old lady, sit down. Just sit down." Oh, the old, la- old lady got it because she was the second person. She doesn't want to fuck this up. She's the oh, second one to get the tray. No. See, in my mind, she's, like, giving herself motivation. Like, all right, I'm, like, I'm with the doctor. He's been doing experiments on me. I'm going to become a gazelle or whatever the hell my leg movement <laughs> she, is. Oh, my or God. Or she was a gazelle, and that's why it's so awkward for her. She's like, what the fuck do I do as an old woman person? I hate, like, I hate these I humans. these and give these to people? Oh, these humans in their trays. <laughs> The original person to carry the tray is the girl that's sitting on the, on the couch in the other room. Oh, God. That that's Poor not allowed woman. to move. Don't you fucking move. She can't move. You're a picture oh standstill. I need people the, to make this seem so, like a realistic wake, but uh, God, I hate these people. My one of my there's two of my favorite parts in this episode. One of them is right here um, at the beginning, where we see those two people close up. The guy, whatever. There's more chemistry that this one woman shows toward this guy than anyone else is doing anything. Else. The, the way that they're looking at each other and like cameras going in, she has like a moment where like right before it like breaks through their like little like profiles. Where she kind of like cocks her head and looks at him and kind of smiles a little bit and goes off and it's the best, uh-huh. it's the best acting work we get in the entire thing. <laughs> um, it's so weird to see that and then have it go into this room of incredible awkwardness. It's almost like, am I watching some sort of weird, like, did David Lynch direct <laughs> part of this? Like, how is what's going on? Uh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, she sort of moves away from him and he has a look on his face like. I said the wrong thing. He kind of purses his lips and just sort of is like, oh, I'm so stupid. And she kind of regards him with this sort of like wry, oh, that's what you just said, huh? And she just walks away from him. What is this? <laughs> but but it's so much better than everything else we get at this. <laughs> this way it's just like so weird to see. You know, okay, we gotta, we gotta find out who this guy is because I'm sure he's a local and see what he's up mm-hmm. to. Uh, guys, I'm gonna get the interview. I'm gonna get the interview. I mean, get any it. normal show would have done an establishing shot maybe of the mom talking to some people, you know, at this reception and then just cut to her walking into the bedroom. There is no need, again, for that highly choreographed shot just no. so we can follow her up the stairs. It's useless. Like, we don't... Like, we know the language of TV. Like, we can just keep moving TV show. Again, I know you have nothing. <laughs> that That's what it is. Oh, so they're upstairs. She goes into her little boy's room who's just staring out the window. For a brief moment, I thought he had a card catalog dresser in his room. But <laughs> it's just a weird dresser. Alex, with that's, like that's six handles that's on it. That's not unfair. That, that's a really weird dresser. <laughs> Super weird dresser. Um... 
But she's talking about how she might give up her cushy day, her cushy job, because I can get a job in the swamp town. Don't worry about it. Honey. Yeah. But the only job that matters to me is being your mom, and no one else can take that from you. I mean. Hold up, I need to write a letter really quick to the women who try to take it. <laughs> Don't you try to take my son from me. But, like, the thing is, um, we know that eventually they're just renting out this house because this rocks, because Rockstar, this is the house that Rockstar rents. This is the exact house. The rock- oh, my God. <laughs> Is it yeah. just me, or did the Rockstar episode blow this one out of the fucking water? The Rockstar episode oh, is yeah. insane and just awesome because it's insane. This is just oh yeah, yeah. This a lot is of strange just, choices. Th- I chose this episode purely on the reveal that this this is a bird that has been turned into a man. That reveal alone is what sold. This Everyone episode. should be humiliated um, for being involved with it. <laughs> every actor who was ever on this show should be except, humiliated. Except that. And poor extra though, when she, oh she when she sidesteps, we actually get like a good peek into that room. She is oh, frozen you, there, you, hugging the wall with this tray full of water. Just like you know water, that her family water. was like, "Oh my god, like you're on you're on this TV show. We have to watch you on TV." And she was probably like, "No, please don't. I was so embarrassed. I didn't know what to do." And and they're gonna be like, "Oh come on, Grandma. I bet you were great." And then they watch this on TV, and they probably all were so quiet after her moment because they all understood just how. How bad and how awkward she was, and she's probably um, well, furious because she's like, "I told you, I told you, I would be embarrassed." <laughs> they're watching this on old 1992 TV, uh-huh. so they barely noticed anything. <laughs> yeah, very is that grandma? Is, is that grandma? <laughs> I told you, so, I'm the woman with the tray. <laughs> so while mom is talking, having a hard heart with the son, evil doctor comes in. I love the evil doctor's hair. His oh whole God. look is just yeah. crazy. Like, he looks like a wild, crazy man. But in the, it, his suit, the way that oh, he's, he's like, super villain. thin and just, like, his suit is wrapped around him because yeah. there's, like, bellowing fabric. I love, love that hair, though. I'd love to have that hair for, like, a um, week just to see how For a week, um, they would treat you like a fucking criminal and a sex pervert. <laughs> well, yeah, I look, I would look crazy. Yeah. But he comes into this room with this kid and is like, I want to question your kid about who he saw in the woods. And the woman's like, the police already questioned him. And the kid says, you know what, Mom? I think I can take care get of Get out of here. Get, get out of here. Go go do something. Hey, Hen, what, I'm going to talk man to man. Yeah, we're going to spoon some Magoo. <laughs> Stop gobbling me up, Mom. <laughs> oh, by the way, Mark Lindsay Chapman, of course, is Dr. Kane. Yeah, this um, is awesome. Who was in the Langoliers. Oh, so, boy. <laughs> you mean... When we originally get around the Do you mean uh, the, Mick, Jagger, Mick Jagger's younger brother? <laughs> Hello, I play Dr. Arcade. I'm Mick Jagger's younger brother. Yeah, we know. His his hairline is so is pushed so far back. The hair is so big, but his hairline is so far back. It's it's the most 90s hair that is ever. What's with his tie? His tie is like cubist camouflage, like gray cubist camouflage. Like something Keith Haring would have come up with on a sad day. But be honest with me, who else even comes close to best dressed in this episode? Save it. Save it. <laughs> Save it, you motherfuckers. And he's guys and he's like, hey kid, what did the guy look like? And the kid's like, uh he had a broken arm. And Dr. Arcane is sorta of like, Are you fucking with me right now? Are you telling me the fucking truth right now? And Jim's like, Yeah. And Dr. Arcane's <laughs> like, Alright, I'll see you later, kid. I had no idea what was going on. I thought he was with the FBI. I thought he was like a detective. I was like, who is this guy? Yeah, no I idea. It. Because she says the, the, kids, the like, police already talked to him. And I'm like, oh, then he must be like a private eye. I don't fucking know who that is. This weirdo. He's just yeah. He's a busybody in the swamp I, town. I mean, just I mean, just from the hair alone. I I just I, I 
I'm shocked that you just didn't immediately think 90s villain. I mean, I thought something was clearly, like, yes, he has I mean, ulterior yeah, motives. up with him. Okay. When he's like, oh, I just want to talk to him. I'm like, no, you're going to, like, do shit to this kid, and I'm not comfortable. <laughs> and the mom. You're going to do shit Well, yeah. Kid. And the mom is like, yeah, I'll leave. And it's like, never leave your child alone no. with anyone. Never. <laughs> Ever. You don't even know this guy. he's a rich guy. scientist. No, Dr. Arcane. He's a rich swamp scientist. Oh, did you see? Did you see that Sting from the movie Dune just walked into this wake? That's really cool. That like <laughs> Sting from the movie Dune is walking around. The Sting from the movie Dune. I, I. So he's like, "Thanks, kid. By the way, tea in six hours." And the kid's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Tea. Like he's all right. He doesn't um, say that. So, well, okay. I'm, I'm trying to lay the groundwork oh. of the fact that he imposes. He's going to come over for tea later, whether anyone likes it or not. Yeah, he's really obsessed. He pushes that mom. He's like, she's like, he's like, hey, look, I'm really sorry this happened to you, but can I get a minute later with you? Like, can I come over for tea? Sorry about mm-hmm. your dead mom. Uh, how about I come? How about I come over for tea? I'll make sandwiches. I'm not really hungry or anything. No, no, no. Trust. I'll make the sandwiches. I'm coming over for tea. No, sir. No, thank you. Later, he's over for tea, like serving yeah. them, and he's like pensive. Like he like hey, he takes a sandwich and like he eats it, and then oh like is just God. walking like pacing. The acting back and forth is in front so embarrassing on the part of Doctor Arcane. He's such. I mean, I get it. He's having fun as the hammy villain, but do you really need to eat the sandwich in an evil way? <laughs> And then pace, like, dude, it was awesome. But my second favorite scene, the whole thing happens right after he leaves that kid up in his room. We see Swamp Thing in the forest with his back turned to the camera. And then, like, then, because we can't see him because his back's turned to us and he's a Swamp Thing. Then he, like, turns around like, oh, there's Swamp Thing. Because I guess that's, in my mind, Swamp Thing always approaches, like, a house or, like, a crowd, like, with his back to mm. them, just to, for added <laughs> camouflage. And then, like, suddenly we need to just turn around. Like, he only turns around if he hears something interesting. Yeah, because he's always spying and God. always judging. And I couldn't tell if Jim was looking out the window and seeing Swamp Thing. I was very confused as to how well they knew each other, because later Jim does not seem to be surprised by Swamp yeah. Thing showing up at the fucking grave. Unfazed. The, I, I think the idea is, because in the second Swamp Thing movie, um, there's, like, a couple of, like, like local kids that befriend Swamp mm, Thing. Okay. Um, so I think that's what we were trying to do with Jim. Um, I think, yeah. So... We only had the one kid. Couldn't get a second kid. So Mick Jagger's younger brother does that thing where he's like, hey, you know, I make a mean cucumber sandwich. And when I say mean, I mean mean, because I'm a villain. I make an evil sandwich. <laughs> That'll fuck your shit up. The cucumbers are alive. Oh, yeah, the mayonnaise is fucking cyanide. <laughs> it's an evil sandwich. Ooh, the bread is stale. Ooh, the bread is so stale. <laughs> No, the mayonnaise was once cyanide, but he turned it into Oh, mayonnaise. what a wicked man. <laughs> I love turning things into other things. It's kind Did of like using his scientific magics. <laughs> um, so we cut to this. Okay, so the bread, you took a lot of photos of this, of this set in particular, this town, this like, this little yeah. intersection that we see here. Um, the the yeah. would-be assassin is stalking Dr. Arcane. I, I don't really understand what's going on here either because... Dr. Arcane goes into a place that's labeled Nazarman's Loans and Bargains. So it's like a thrift shop slash money laundering enterprise. Well, pawnbroker. Pawnbroker. Fair. As you can see from my Fair. Oh, that's fair. Oh, yeah. Um, And we see Dr. Arcane go in. We see him exit. And then he goes into an abandoned warehouse. But we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Meanwhile, the would-be assassin just frees a bird. He just frees a bird that's in a cage. (laughs) 
Frees oh. one bird, doesn't free the nope. other bird. There's something um, going on there. I just I want to point out how um, <clears throat> Doctor Arcane clearly very rich and powerful because this location that he uh, apparently owns. Um, it's in a perfect location because it is like in the exact triang- triangled uh, location between uh, the Mummy Ride, uh, the Transformers Ride, and Starbucks in Universal oh. Studios. Oh. Like, really great location. You got everything you need. Not too far from Harry Potter Land. So, <laughs> I mean, he's really watched the neighborhood develop over time, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. When Optimus moved in, it was like real crazy. Like, oh, these Autobots are so loud. But then they came over and they had like a casserole. And it was like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. Um, by the way, we still don't know why this guy's arm is. Uh, we've spoiled it, but I, this this cast truly is. It's not even really a cast. It's a sling. It's just a sling. Yeah. Um, yeah. He follows him into a building that is just fucking nuts. It really. It's it's just an abandoned warehouse where Doctor Arcane has set up a slide projector and a big screen. It, it's insane how rinky dink this is. Why is he looking at slides? He's got to figure out which of his monsters it was that was after him. He's, he's, knows it's one that's got a, it's got he's got he knows it's the uh, it's the right arm so he's just got to figure out which one had a kooky right arm. Brad, now you saying that that he's trying to figure out who would have tried to kill him at the funeral, I guess that makes sense on some level. The show does none of that groundwork, does none of that. Ex- no. We never know truly what's uh. going on, um, because at one point they they show the would be assassin. Staring at him, staring at Dr. Arcane through a grimy window, we look at Dr. Arcane in the warehouse, and he looks up at the screen and he smiles kind of wickedly. But instead of actually having him say the line, found you, in front of the camera, I guess we don't have that line. So they do an ADR, and the ADR isn't like a shot from him from behind, it's a shot of the exterior where the would-be assassin has vanished. And it's just a brick wall. We're looking at a brick wall, and we hear Dr. Arcane go, found you. And it's like, what the fuck are we doing right now? Oh, yeah. Like, cut to a picture of a monster or something and just have him go, found you. Or would that be giving it away? I mean, they show a hooded figure with the wing arm, so... They they do? I think they... Yeah, yeah, right before that. Yeah, they don't... Yeah, they don't want to... They want to somehow preserve the mystery whilst having no mystery whatsoever. He's um, looking at individual yeah. slides. This is so 1990s, it makes me want to barf. So, yeah. so were all of these monsters we saw, like a bat turned into a human or a pig turned into a human? Apparently he can um, do either direction. Yeah. Yeah. Because Swamp Thing and, and the Birdman are, are examples of, you know, opposite directions. Most of the time, I think it's it's usually um, it's usually a human turned into a, th- a thing. Uh, are no no actually thing. I think it's actually no I think it's probably more the other way around. A quick question: the bird that he frees, does that bird help him figure out how to spy on Doctor Arcane? The bird sort of alights itself on the fire escape and seems and he seems to think, ah, oh, thank you, dear bird friend. I will climb Can this he stairwell. Talk, yeah. Can he still talk to birds? That's my question. Oh, sure. Or is it, or is it like when two gay men see each other on the train and there are no words exchanged, but they they understand? <laughs> like they they both go hello. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> gay people? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have the Sorry. yeah we have the found you, but uh, the would be assassin is already. Oh yeah, we do. We show the man with the wing, yeah. but he's got a hood. <laughs> 
Yeah, because we don't we don't want you to realize <laughs> who it is yet, because we're about to get to the big scene. So he's he's gone. He he left uh, the swamp thing area and walked over uh, uh, past Starbucks to <laughs> to get to the uh, area where uh, Doctor Kane. Arcane he got was. a nice chai latte. Now he's come back. <laughs> now he's come all the way back. He's cr- he's past Harry Potter Land, which wasn't there yet, but it would be. Um, you know, he's made all his way his way all the way back, and now he's gonna get his gun out of that tree hiding place. <laughs> And the way, I, like I said, the way he interacts with this prop is so pathetic. I feel so bad for this actor. He has to pretend like the gun's stuck. I hate that kind of thing. Oh, not yet. At first, he can't seem to even find the tree. Oh, the the, the, the character or thing. the actor? <laughs> uh, well, the, the character. Because oh, okay. he's not, he's, he walks past the tree. And then he runs into Swamp Thing. He's like, hey, have you seen my gun? Did you take it? It's like, no, it's right where you left it. Well, yeah, but that's what's so crazy. It's not like the Swamp Thing points the trunk out. He's just like, it's right where you left it. So he does does understand that he knows where the trunk is. He just seems to be completely perplexed by the absence of the gun. But when he first walks into the scene, he he doesn't even look at the the tree. It looks like maybe he's walked by and didn't see it and then is just walking around. Just wasting time. Just wasting the viewer's time. Don't know what's going on, but it's it's pretty great. It's a slowly unraveling mystery because uh, we're about to get the big reveal. Oh, guys. we're there. I, I feel like we're basically there because they have a they have a battle yeah. of words, a battle of uh, competing theologies and philosophies. Oh, I was a bird who wants to be a bird again. I'm a swamp thing who was a human, but you know what? I've come to terms with it, so you should too. It's it's so yeah. kooky because. He first he he reveals this feathered arm. Um, he's got this kooky, stupid-looking wing, and Swamp Thing's like, "Hey, it's not so bad. Birds are great. Uh, what's so what's wrong with being part bird?" <laughs> and he's like, "You asshole! I'm I'm a bird that was turned into a man, not a man that has a bird wing." I can't stand the fact that I have to walk amongst you disgusting humans and deal with your stupid, petty bullshit. I had to get a job. Think about that. I was a bird. <laughs> I didn't have to worry about money. You fuck. Look at my skin. Look at my awful leathery human skin. Why couldn't I have been an attractive person? <laughs> so There's a good. lot of questions about how this transformation uh, Oh, by the way, John's works. Ugly Award would go to Swamp Thing, but I really don't like the Birdman. <laughs> I think he's ugly. <laughs> oh, and he's basically saying, um, like, yeah, just live your life. Like, I don't care about your anxiety or your stress over this. Just fucking deal with it. That Swamp Thing is such a fucking He's such dick. a dick. He that's really my fa- is. That's what I love about this show so much, is every episode I have watched, it's Swamp Thing being like a... It's just this... I mean, it's like this crazy, like, Republican. It's like, bootstraps, deal with it. Every well, and he also says, nature is nature. Nature made you. Nature made you this way. And it's like, you know for a fact that that is not nature. You know for a fact no. that Dr. Arcane is going directly against the natural way of life. It's it, if, if it's it? God's if it's God's <laughs> will that you be turned into a man, then it's God's will. It's God's Deal. will. <laughs> Who's to say God didn't send Doctor Arcane to turn him into a bird, man? Nature. Stop now! Come nature. on, buddy. Come on! Stop swiping at those bushes with your weird wing. Stop swiping at them bushes with your weird wing. I, that reveal, that wing reveal, is. One of the dumbest things that's ever. Well, been because put on it television. doesn't look like a wing. It looks like a fucking bear arm no. from a bear costume. <laughs> it's so. I do cool. love. I, love I do so love like when he does it. He kind of shows the swamp thing. His eye, his brow kind of raises. Like that's right. 
I just showed you my wing. And then he kind of like moves his fingers a little bit to make you think, oh, there's Ooh. feathers. I got a giant wing a little, now. A little now, did I get enlarged to like a human size bird and then turn into a Who human? Knows? Who can say? Who could know? Oh, no one explains. That's the things I would be talking about. Like, And then, so he runs away from Swamp Thing, angry over the fact that he can't get his rifle. And he he swipes at some bushes because he's angry. And then in a really so technically bad. idiotic cut, they just cut to a Buffy the Vampire Slayer demon just sort of jumping at the Birdman. I, of course I was confused by this because I was like, oh, so are there just weird like little demonites running around this fucking universe that this show is set in. Yeah. And he starts to choke the demonite to death, the little monster grubby worm. And the Swamp Thing is like, now stop doing that. Don't don't you choke him. That's bad. And Birdman is like, why? He's a freak of nature. And he's like, no, he's not. Nature made him that way. No, Swamp Thing. No. No, Swamp he's Thing. Like, like, he's one of Arcane's... He's like Arcane's attack dog because, like, Arcane makes monster people. He probably wants to die. Like, yeah. What are you talking about? He probably about? wants to die. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So, so weird. So weird. So that that pig demon creature thing, while he's like getting strangled, reaches for a stone oh, yeah. and just cocks the bird man over the head and he's he's lights out. Swamp thing in But then he's like the demon just like runs out, so why did he attack no, him? For no reason. I, yeah. I mean I, I I think what we're I now I think we're supposed to assume Oh, I know what you're about to say. Arcane, I know what you're about to say. Arcane sense yeah. Arcane no, sent no. him to kill off the. the That's assassin. nonsense. I mean, no. I, again, That's it would make happened. sense if we saw that choice being made on screen. Oh yeah, I agree. I'm I just know. saying, from having watched a few episodes of this. That's kind of what he does. I just assume that. So the attack oh, dog yeah. and swamp, attack dog and swamp thing are friends. They've both come to terms with who they are. He assumes that after swamp thing talked to Birdman, that they're now all friends. So he's running up to hug him and, and, and say, "Welcome <laughs> to our society of misfit mm-hmm. creatures." But he, and that's why he gets scared because of the lack of communication. Because he doesn't talk bird, he talks demon pig. So that's when he's like, "Oh fuck, fuck, fuck! Maybe he's bad guy now." Go guys, cock him and just runs back. Later, swamp thing. See you later, buddy. And then that's when something takes him up into his arms and takes him over to his bed. His oh, they make slayer. love. Like this is Tree this is a land. Beauty and the Beast going down into the sewers for a no, 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 no. The Beauty and the Beast live action TV show. Oh, the live action. Yeah, the best. I mean, you should absolutely watch an episode of that at some point because I'm sure that's ridiculous. Seriously. Why didn't Swamp Thing and the Beast and, and yeah that crossover? That but they awesome. definitely make love. And in an example of idiotic filler. There's a way too long shot of Swamp Thing staring at a flower. Why not? Well, he's staring at his flower because he's going to take that flower to his grave. His yeah. grave? And it's a... Yeah. Well, so that's the thing. The secret here is Swamp Thing hasn't really come to terms with himself being a Swamp Man thing. So he goes back to his grave with a flower, and that's how we know that he has come to terms. It's very artful, yeah. Jonathan. Um, I want to talk about the, the the shitty gravestones, including the one that just says died 1914. <laughs> Who is that? I don't know. Oh, yeah. He died in 1914. <laughs> Died. I don't know. The one with like the face on it that looks like it's about to come alive or like be yeah. a puppet. Fuck that. Um. So Alec Holland, like I get that now. That's his grave. Like that's his gravestone. Yeah. So Jim's grandmother was buried two feet away. Is he related to Jim? I don't think he is. Right? Maybe. Surely. Well, we don't know Jim and him's relationship other than what Brad right. said. That might be speculated. Like, ooh, these are the kids from the movie. Kind of maybe. Ugh, who can? Why is I, Jim? Yeah, I don't think there's any relation. No, but Swamp Thing talks to him like they've been buddies forever. And it's like, dude, pick yourself oh my up. God. It's fine. I know it's a cliche. Oh my. You know what a cliche is, right, Tiny Child? 
But time heals all. I don't like Jim. He's so, like, weird and puffy looking. And I don't like how he's wearing, like, an old man shirt that's, like, buttoned up to his chin. It's it's been a few years. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, Jim has had to grow up really fast, Jonathan. Let's cut some slack. A swamp man came out of the the swamp and talked to him, and he's, like, got to handle it. He's just like, well, mom's working all the time. We didn't talk about, like, the way he talks about his grandmother talking shit to him. Oh, yeah. The whole. Oh, yeah. Because um, his grandmother was, uh, he, he tell, he's talking to his uh, mom after the funeral. He's like, I remember grandma, we said I had a tin ear. Uh, because she was playing this song on the, on the piano, and I tried to sing along, and I thought I was singing in tune, but I was just singing da, 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 <laughs> da. <laughs> he would go on to sing that 90s song, da, yeah. da, da. <laughs> and he became a millionaire, grandma, so fuck you in hell. There you go. Lemons to lemonade. I just like. Doesn't Swamp Thing call him like 10 years? He comes like everyone's like. <laughs> he, he does not do that. Yeah, maybe he does. I, well, maybe maybe an ADR. If it is God's will that you not sing, <laughs> then Christian God's will. I be will rip done. your throat out if you try to sing again. <laughs> da da da. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's so jealous stupid. because Jim could sing better than he ever could. <laughs> I'm jealous of you. Um. <laughs> Actually, Swamp Thing is no. shocking. Um, so he tells Jim to like angel. get the fuck over his dead nana. <laughs> yeah, she just died. Deal with it. The body is barely deal to the ground. It. He's not talking to the kid. It's basically a letter to Swamp Thing to deal why, with. Why? Why did they? Why did they bury her in beach sand? Because oh, that doesn't look like no. fresh, real dirt to me. It looks like beach sand. When a hurricane hits that mm-hmm. swamp, that well, casket's going to rise <laughs> right up and just float right over. It is within walking distance of the house. Oh, God. So, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, she's, like, buried in well, the Well, to go downtown is to take five steps. Like, this is a world that is so tightly compacted. Um, you have no idea. Um, <laughs> so Jim goes back to the rock and roll house and watch it. This is his grandmother's house where he apparently is going to live with his mother now after she's quit her job. Sure. Um... Because she asks him vaguely, hey, would you like to stay here? And I don't even think he says yes. <laughs> She's just like, I think we're going to stay here forever. Um, and this is the scene where Dr. Arcane is eating sandwiches like a maniac. And st- staring at her really staring at her like he is going to ravish her at any second. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's so weird. You don't even hear their dialogue. Like, his, 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 his mom is a bizarre. non-character. <laughs> Oh, but yeah. she is smiling genuinely the whole time when you see her. So she's loving whatever Dr. Arcane's I don't like that, down. Whatever he's I don't like that he licks is. his finger after eating the sandwich and then no, picks up the mug, so the little weird. teacup. I don't like that lick. Like, enough. Yeah. Yeah, super bizarre. We get it. He Dr. is not Arcane. well-dressed. I so, can't believe you guys are, like, trying to put this idea forth that he's well-dressed. <laughs> who's better dressed well, in the whole no one, episode? I guess. Yeah. The no, kid? I hate that kid. The kid, Jonathan? Uh, the kid gets really grumpy, um, and he, he does a grumpy walk toward the dock. And, and even though he can't swim, apparently, he gets in a fucking boat and just okay. starts rowing. Okay, so he, okay, so I did some research to see, because I knew um, this where the Swamp Thing House is, um, it's where the Men in Black ride is now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found a couple of photos um, online of like the actual location, and it is just right there, which confirmed my suspicions, because when he goes to the dock to get in the, the boat... The camera's very low on the water, but you clearly oh. see some reflection in the water. Yeah. And what you're seeing the reflection of is the fucking theme oh, park. Oh, wow. Because it's right Ugh. there. Like, basically, if they panned up a little bit, you would see the Simpsons where the <laughs> Simpsons area is now. Like, and you can see in the water. You can see stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's just the well, park. Like, uh, if you look at that photo uh, I sent you guys, um, like, the panorama with the water, 
that's that's pretty close to where oh, okay. it was. Um, why? So in the opening theme song, we, sh- we they show that boat, by the way, and it says Jim. This is Jim's boat, <laughs> but Jim can't swim. Jim. No, nor can he row very effectively. Well, that's why he's a swamp thing. I pal. can't believe how much time we spend watching him get into the fucking boat. This is this is criminal. How much time this show wastes? <laughs> I, th- I got so annoyed with this TV show. Ugh. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Uh, and then he, he why does he fall out of the boat? Because he's, he's a fucking idiot. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> He's the like worst. he's trying to row, and then like one of the oars gets out of its little holster, and he's oh, like, no. oh, the oar, and then the oar gets in thing. He's like, oh, let me reach you over and whoops, splash. No. Guys, question. Oh. Now thinking back to last episode, when Swamp Thing um got a guy's manager shot to teach him a lesson about the evils of rock and roll, is it possible that maybe Swamp Thing made this kid fall overboard to teach a bird the um, the important value of alternate being a theory? Human? Alternate oh, theory. Yes. Because Birdman drags awkward, like he, it's like the guy, it's like the actor was told he can't get the wing wet, because he's walking through the water but trying to keep his wing above the surface. Why? Who cares? You're you're a Birdman. It, it's fine. He drags the kid out. So here's my theory, because he's doing that weird squishy CPR that's not CPR. He's just squishing the boy over and over and over again. Oh yeah, forcing his diaphragm up and down with oh no God. real like. Help and and like the, the swamp thing comes up and he goes, oh hey Birdman, I can take care of Jim. Like don't even worry about it. And oh. the Birdman says, no, I'll 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 do it. And the swamp thing is probably thinking, God damn it, Jim was supposed to die today. Ah, <laughs> it was all part of the plan. This Birdman got. God damn way. it. I wanted to teach his mama lesson. <laughs> I wanted to teach his mama lesson about fucking around with Doctor Arcane by taking away her only child. <laughs> I don't like the way he... The, the squishiness of the boy during this... I don't like it. It looks like it hurts. Like, that's not how he... It's so stupid, you guys. This is the stupidest TV oh, it's, show. Oh, there's a lot of things. So Jim comes out of being unconscious and almost drowned. Just normal. Just like, hey. fuck, that was weird. Oh, hey, Swamp Thing. Uh, Birdman? That's cool. <laughs> you know what, guys? I'm fine. I'm just going to go dry off inside. Bye. I would have loved. His mom didn't even notice when he came in and went upstairs. No, didn't. Water not, everywhere. Doctor Arcane's just licking things with his, like licking his fingers and touching. Doctor Arcane probably followed He's, him with his eyes as the boy went up the stairs, but then his eyes went right back to his mom and was like, "So anyway." <laughs> He's on the couch now, not even standing up. He's just like right mm-hmm. beside her. He's new dad. Deal with it, Jim. Nature wanted Doctor Arcane to be your new dad. Deal with it. That's what nature wanted. And then Ricardo Montalban lookalike is basically, he just turns to the Swamp Thing and he's like, you know, in our last scene together, I told you that I would never fly again, but saving that little boy, I think I was flying. Mm-hmm. Cut to some stock footage of a bird. The end. It's so- hey, guess what? <laughs> and is that- guess what? You haven't written an episode of television yet. You ha- your, your work is not done. You didn't write any, you have not written a script for a TV show. No. No. Um, what does it mean? Nothing. Like, nothing. that's why I'm like, did David Lynch direct this? Like, a- I, this show, Stupid TV like, show. Every episode, it's 
I haven't watched an episode yet that's an episode of a television show, and this went for three seasons. Now, let's be let's be fair though. The Rockstar one was a little bit more of an episode because there's a button on it. Like it's bullshit, but he goes back and yeah. he kind of has an arc. Nothing happens here other than like, oh, I kind of felt like I flowed for a second. Let me go to my memories, or like, let's go see like my family of birds that are just living without me now. This is the absence of my family life as a bird. Yeah. That's my wife looking for me, or like my son bird looking for me. Never gonna find me though. <laughs> Never gonna find me though, because I'm a man now. So I watched another episode that was um, it was the first episode with Carrie War, and, oh, and it answers the questions this one leaves open. Or oh, it's well, she she um is a woman that was made via science. Oh, um, what? <laughs> um, you mean yeah. she was born? Uh, but she was <laughs> weird science. She was, <laughs> she was she... born nature. Uh, birthed her the way you she normally was, would a human. Yeah, she was made by Doctor Woodrow. Um, oh, different so, doc. Yeah, different doc. The the Floronic Man in the comics. Is she meant um, to be like a clone or some sort of weird like test tube baby type thing? Or yeah, like weird test tube baby sort of thing. Weird. Um, I yeah, it was it was a different time. <laughs> um, but like completely like made just of. I, I don't, I'm not sure how they explain it. Maybe she was made of plants, too, but the, she's just the, a human. She's a human. The classic plants. Ramjack dismissal of, hey, it was a different time. <laughs> it, it, like, was it was a different time in 1990. Well, but no, it was like from like 70s, like stupid comic books is the thing. Oh, okay. The source like, material. It's direct, it's direct source material. So it's real dumb. But she's also psychic. No. Um, she can read mm. minds. And, like plants. And, oh, it's... And then... She escapes, but also a baby um, gets away because they're trying to destroy all of the science on a ship. So they escape, and Swamp Thing finds the baby. So Swamp Thing's just got a baby for a little while in an episode. That's his plot. He's found a baby. And, oh, I and that's pretty much the episode. Some people try <laughs> to get the baby, but then they get the baby back, and it's okay. In my and mind, somebody... the baby is, like, on the, the like on the periphery of the swamp or like on the edge of the swamp and we see Swamp Thing just like turn around and look down like oh god what <laughs> yeah that's oh, pretty baby. much what happens and then baby. teenage dude like comes and gets the baby from Swamp Thing and then some people snatch the baby and then Carrie were sad at the end because somebody adopted the baby and she never had parents oh god stupidest TV show is, is Falco the name the bird chose for itself like what does the title yes. Falco have to do with anything I I think Project they wanted, Falco. I think the idea when they were making this episode is okay. We'll have a Falco action figure. Oh, definitely. Yeah, this is what Falco a cool, action. what a cool so, action figure. A leathery guy with too much blush on his face and a crappy sling that reveals a bad bear arm. You might think his bear, his action would be to flap bear arm slash bird arm, but no, it's to administer weird CPR to another action figure. Uh, <laughs> CPR so, action. Like. What was the overlap with the Swamp Thing cartoon? Oh, like oh God, there was a now, cartoon. Now I, now I might have to invoke the. <laughs> we might have to call it. We all get. We all okay. get one card, Jonathan, and you get uh, the Swamp Thing cartoon. One season of five episodes in nineteen. Brad, have you not heard the theme song? So nothing didn't happen. Uh, I don't. The theme song remember. is literally Swamp Thing. You fought everything. <laughs> awesome. Gross. <laughs> That's exactly yes. what it is. All right. <laughs> See, I was hoping it was, we're going to go down to the swamp. <laughs> Which is still, I listened to the episode today that is 
Jonathan, I genuinely love the beach. I know. So, who won and who lost this episode? Obviously, Jim lost, right? He's growing up really fast. His mom is now going to be... He's going to be the stepson to a mad scientist. He has no hope. I, I don't know if... Uh, I, I mean, a case could be made grandma. I mean, nah. Uh, maybe she was maybe Jim's episode. mom, because she's probably going to have sex with Dr. Arcane, and that's going to be the ultimate curse. Oh, it's... That's going to be weird. He's going to make her life... I mean, he makes the life of everyone he meets a living hell, but I think he's particularly going to ruin her. I, Listen, Jim's mom, I'm into some kinky stuff. I'm just going to load that out there at the end of the relationship. Have you ever thought about turning into an ape? <laughs> Only for a night. I mean, Only for a night. But I don't think she's lost the ep- this episode. I think she will lose down the oh, line. Oh, yeah. But at she's, this point, I don't know. She'll lose her humanity for sure. I, may, I think Dr. Arcane won by far. Oh, yeah. Like, by far. Maybe maybe the weird little acolyte pig demon lost because he doesn't understand what's Ooh. even going on. I don't think he has oh, the intelligence of a bird oh. man or a swamp thing. He doesn't know. Oh, no. Okay, you're right. But is his innocence so... Is no, he just he's, so innocent he's filled with he rage like... and dismay and confusion. He has n- He's Frankenstein's monster. He has no I idea. No way to say it. Guys, what, what about that old lady? <laughs> what about <a> gazelle lady? <laughs> We're saying she lost somehow? She loses. <laughs> Yeah. She lost. <laughs> the actor I, lost. I mean, I the mean, actor was... lost. Well, no, but think about it. If that's a real person. Like, if, if that's in that in the real world of this episode, this oh, one yeah. is just confused. She's just so awkward around. that she has to, like, I, I, would, I would be okay with that. Oh, man. But Jonathan seems... I, I, I'm up for whatever you guys are mo- most passionate about. She she lost. Yeah. <laughs> she lost. She's uh, she's won. We're, we're saying Dar- Dr. Dr. Arcane won. won. Dr. Dr. Arcane, Arcane is now. also apparently yeah. the best dressed, even though I that suit is dreadful. Well, what do you think about pantsuits on Mom? She's got that pearl necklace. Is a she's V-neck. got like a she's got like a fun Murphy Brown look about her. Yeah, I don't know about that. Color. A fun Murphy <laughs> yes, Brown look. God, I love Queen. That yes, <laughs> shame her for that color choice. I don't, like <laughs> I don't know about that color. <laughs> Oh. You're just determined to give it to Doctor Arcane. I well, I mean, I, I do like I like. Damn that tie! That. Like, yeah, like not when it when he's got when he's got the code button. When he tries to unbutton it later, it looks like well that that yeah. that tie that tie baggy. really does it in for me. I I can't I can't deal with that shitty tie. It looks like he's it looks like he's in a terrible band. Like he he should be dressed like a scientist, not like he's in a bad band. True, it's um, part of his look. It was a different time. <laughs> Okay. All right. What about when these people are? I'm looking at these people that are leaving. Oh, this dude looks like garbage. <laughs> Definitely not him. Um, there's this woman with a blue dress. Why does she wear a blue dress to a funeral? Hey, sometimes you only have one dress. I would say if if you're truly passionate about it, I'm fine giving best to Doctor Arcane. Uh, and I would say that I don't like Jim. I don't like Jim's outfit. I think he's the worst dressed. I I could be okay with that. Jim's yeah. just kind of awkward. Yeah. I don't like his shitty khakis. I don't like his bad belt. I don't like his old man shirt. I don't like his muffin top crotch. I don't like that. Like, there's, there's, something, <laughs> there's something going on. Like, old man billowy pant crotch going on on a child. And yeah. it's just, it's way too pronounced. <laughs> it's really there's too much, it's there's too much fabric like in the crotch. I feel bad for the kid. Yeah. Um, he, that's the worst to me. Oh, God. I get, there we go. We've, we've, we've checked all the boxes. We've done it. Jonathan, thank you for, thank you for, Suffering through Swamp Thing, because I know you did not I like this. <laughs> I, I didn't. Um, I'm going to watch them all. <laughs> Brad's going to be watching Swamp all of them. He's already done it once this week. You fought everything. <sighs> Disgusting. <laughs> Swamp Thing, I think I love you. 
<laughs> it's all sung mm-hmm. by the Birdman. Um, guys, thank you so much for joining us for Ramjack. Jonathan, we'll we'll pick a different show next time that you can get more into. I'm sure I'll come back for Jason Bateman month for my 93rd appearance. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Um, Brad, thank you. Jonathan, thank you. Listeners, thank you so much. Um, voicemails, we'll save those for next time. We definitely got some stuff we will definitely address next time. Looking forward to it, um, for sure. But get them in there. Don't forget about Monster Month or the Monster Bracket. Um, Ramjetpodcast.com. There's a Facebook group. Get at us. Jonathan, you have um, at the trailers, which is an awesome podcast. And everyone should yes. listen to it. Oh, shit, you guys. I got to tell you something. What's up? Come here. Come close. What's Come up? closer. Come closer. All right. So, uh, uh, you know how I go to Cornell, right? Yeah. You know how it's on. the year 1880, right? And we all go to Cornell. <laughs> Yeah, quite well, I, I'm so humiliated. I, I got ragged out. I got fucking ragged out, and I went over to the fucking I went over to the fucking women's dorm, and oh, oh I, no. I'm telling you guys, I got straight gobbled. No. I, I got what? I got straight gobbled because because I I was spooning the moon to it. That sounds that's, that sounds really gross. Please, 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 please don't do that. I really need you